This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Bob Dylan is generally regarded as one of the greatest songwriters of the 20th century by most critics and one of the worst singers of all time by my mom. His journey to and arguably away from Christianity would also be one of the most famous conversion stories in music history. And in 1979, Bob Dylan himself famously said, Hey guys, I'm Christian now! <laughs> Though there are competing legends of the actual conversion moment, uh, the most popular one being that Dylan saw a vision of Jesus in his hotel room in Tucson, most agreed that the soil where his new faith grew was Vineyard Church, in Malibu, California, church home to peers like T-Bone Burnett and fellow singer-songwriter slash lamb enthusiast Keith Green. Dylan became bros with Green and his wife Melody, and both men would put out music around the same time, inspiring audiences to say, whoa, chill out. In addition to his albums, Dylan's concerts post-conversion also took on a much different flavor as he refused to play any of the songs, quote, not from the Lord, but instead injected the faith-based ramblings of a confused man, or preaching in between songs. But this was no become a better bullshit. This was in times, oh dear God, intensity, chock full of left behind-esque theology about the last days, including the idea that Russia was about to bring on Armageddon by attacking Israel. He would even sell out his past work for the ministry saying, I told you the times were changing and they were. I told you the answer was blown in the wind and it was. And I'm telling you now, Jesus is coming back. And he is! The simple twist of fate is that Dylan, ever the reluctant prophet, spent decades refusing to give people answers, and now that's all he was doing. But when he claimed to have the answers, a lot of people didn't want him. Dylan ultimately released an unplanned trilogy of explicitly evangelical albums, including Slow Train Coming in 79, Saved in 80, and Shot of Love in 1981. While Slow Train Coming did alright, critically and commercially, the latter two were both panned. And feeling a responsibility to perform well for Columbia Records, Bobby D would return to the secular world with his album Infidels in 83. At a press conference, Bob Dylan famously said, I'm secular again! <laughs> Despite this, he would continue to play a handful of songs from this period live in concert. Speaking to the influence of the album Slow Train Coming, Bonobos from Hugh 2 once said, The album was such a breakthrough. I was always annoyed that rock could cover any taboo, but nobody could be upfront about their spiritual life. Before Bob, no white people could sing about God. He opened me to these possibilities. And thus Bono opened us up to the persecution of white men in rock music. <laughs> so we listened to Slow Train Coming by Bob Dylan. And we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Good 
That's me. I'm Bob. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm a virgin. <laughs> I'm not. And we're here to have some good <laughs> Christian fun. <laughs> Caroline, what is good Christian fun? Uh, this is where we talk about Christian pop culture, mm. and uh, even those who sometimes cross in and out of Christian hey, pop culture. Hey, zigging and zagging all out, wearing it like a suit, and then discarding that suit in a like, dumpster. Like an old suit. Mm. That's right. Uh, but yeah, we like to have fun. We like to have comedy. We like to have jokes. We like to have comedy. <laughs> we like to have it. <laughs> we have it. We use it. We abuse it here mm-hmm. on Good Christian Fun. Um, so we joke about it, but uh, we also are Christians. So we have a level for of now. affection <laughs> for, uh, for these things and I uh, like to talk about it. So here sure. we are, okay? And we're here. We're doing this now. <laughs> it sounded defensive at the end, but we're not here to proselytize to you or evangelize. We're not here to make you go to church, but we're not here to make fun of your beliefs either. Here's one thing Must that... dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not here to make fun of you unless you're a stupid idiot. Um, can you please wrestle the loudest candy in the world right uh, into the mic? You mean these Smarties? Sure, no problem. Caroline, how's your crispy heart? Not done yet. Okay. And we're done. Um, I'm good. I uh, had a good weekend. Cool. You were part of it. Um, you came to Peripherally. Na- Nathan's Roast, mm-hmm. and you really roasted it up. I'm curious if you have any friends left. After this weekend, I would argue that all those friendships were tenuous at best <laughs> going into it. Well, you have one. <laughs> one be me. Uh, them either being friendships of convenience oh, or geez. primarily business well, relationships. You for sure, don't have any friendships. None of them left. listen to this. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but it was a good time. We laughed really hard. And Kevin, you, of course, brought it and had us in stitches. I didn't like time. my roast. I thought it was too sweaty. But if Nate had a good time, <laughs> then I'm very glad. It's no, too sweaty. We were all sweaty. It was a hot room and yeah. Nate had a great time. Uh, but then after that, I felt I had a relaxing time. We so, talked yeah. about dicks for about two hours. We did. I was the only girl present. And so... And asking the most questions about them. Yeah, I had some things I wanted to clear up. And it was very weird, though, to hear all of my guy friends talking about how they tuck it with no like with no reservation too. no Mm -hmm. one was like oh this feels weird at one point i think i was encouraging all of you to appreciate your dongs because you were saying how ugly they are oh yeah at one point protective of your earnest encouragement of my dick was the saddest (laughs) thing i've ever heard in my life for me personally I, I did, directed specifically to I you. I did at one point say that for single men, boners, it's God's epic troll on us. And I still stand by that to a certain degree. Yeah. And you said, hey, even if it's just for you, it's okay. But I, I wanted did say to, that. I, I was wanted very to kill sincere. myself. I just wanted to die. Um, yeah. But it was a fun party. It was a good time. How's yeah. your heart, Kevin? Very good. Because we got to listen to Bob Dylan this no, Kevin, week. How's your heart really? you know what we hit two layers of jokes so moving on you're asking how does it feel (laughs) why (laughs) oh it feels good feels good yeah uh 2018 we're we're still alive 35 episodes into it Mm -hmm. maybe 15 more and call it a day (laughs) around that's around 50 Yeah. yeah It's can, a little less than a year. We should make it to 55. That's retirement age, right? 55? Or 65. I mean, for us millennials, it's going to be 70 for sure. I don't know if it's okay for me to say anything That's yet. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> you, went, you went too past the number you should have stopped at, 33. 
33. Oh, I know. We oh, talked yeah. about that. Yeah. You should have called it quits there. But This is the second coming. But much Ooh. like John Le- Lennon, I almost said John Legend, <laughs> we're bigger than Jesus. Oh. <laughs> is that a ghost? That well, John, John Legend recently played him on television. Mm, too, uh, too mixed result. Did you see it? I didn't watch it. I no, I'll, I'll stop talking. It's fine. <laughs> no, Arthur. it's okay. Arthur. <laughs> Fist meme. Uh, <laughs> we all I guess it. that's not specific if I you just say... You shouldn't say fist fi- meme. Fisting. Fist that sounded meme. like fist me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fist that was... me. People also thought on the last episode, instead of saying white assholes, you were saying wide assholes. Hmm. <laughs> to me, one and the same. Hmm. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest. Yes, please. Oh, friends. The least white asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You know him from his UCB Herald Team Pony. You may know him from his podcast, Candy Dinner Party. Ladies and gentlemen, just Candy Dinner. Give it up for Matt Apodaca. Wow, maybe our worst intro to date. I'm so sorry. I'm also gesturing as if people could see me and nobody can. (laughs) You're saying, I'm not a crook. I was doing the classic Nixon two-piece signs, I'm not a crook. Uh, Wait, did Nixon want double the piece? I think so. So you know what? I think we all should sort of check in with ourselves and go back and see how fair we were to Richard mm. Nixon. There's something to learn from yeah. him. History yeah. will judge him. Wait, it's already been a good amount of history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll come back around again. Go sure. back and open your heart. Did you guys see Frost Nixon? I haven't no. seen the film. Where Frosty, the snowman, and, <laughs> and Nixon, the reindeer, kind of faced off. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Thank on you this for show. being here. Thank you Welcome. for having me today. Thanks for taking a chance on us. I'm already having so much fun. Good. <laughs> you like cats, which is I great. I like cats. And, you know, Skippy greeted you, sort of. I walked into it just like a nice, uh, like a warm energy, a nice environment. I'm feeling very happy. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. What is what is your yeah. cats' names? Where are their names? Uh, my two cats are named. Uh, Sawyer and Hurley. Uh, they, from I, Lost? From Lost. That's Aww. right. I was a big Lost fan when Aww. that was on the air. Still am. Uh, do they do they look like Sawyer and Hurley? Uh, well, they're both they're both big boys. They're both uh, okay. little chubby buds. Uh, Hurley, I think, yeah, Hurley is named really correctly. Sawyer is sort <laughs> of like uh, sort of a gri- like a grizzly, sort of just like leave me alone type. Were they born Whoa. out of the Lost boom? Probably, you, you know, know, when all of those cats started being bored about nine months after That's the right. finale, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the cats started having sex. They're <laughs> yeah. like, "We're wow, well, we don't have lost yeah. anymore. Our, our owners sure. are watching yeah, TV. I guess we should uh, procreate." Mm-hmm. Which TV show do you think has created the most children? Uh, Dexter's Lab. Ooh, I was gonna say Dexter. Mm-hmm. Just, no, no. <laughs> just, de- just regular Dexter. Yeah, just regular Dexter. Sans mm-hmm. Laboratory. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious. Like, I hope it's something way out of left field, like Mash. I was gonna say Mash. I feel like it's Mash mm. because you're mashing them together. Yeah, because you're mashing them. Let's bit. mash. Yeah, <laughs> bit mash. Well, actually, though, that might make sense because Mash was on so long. Like statistically, if you yeah. stay on longer. Yeah, you're bound to get more poundage out yeah. of it. Uh, and the more song, poundage. the song that people probably bone to the most, the Monster Mash. <laughs> it's a graveyard smash. Monster right. Mash. Speaking of graveyard smash, no, but if you okay, so like if you watched the pilot for The Simpsons when it yeah. aired, yes, and you're like, baby, it's go time, mm-hmm. and then it was go time, that child would now be thirty. Yeah, that's wow. about right. I mean. The when it premiered in like 1989, mm-hmm. uh, I'm 27 years old. I was born in 1990, so me too. Yeah. It was before my time. Yeah, Matt, what is your experience with face stuff? What is your guestimony 
What is your history with the Lord? My experience with faith. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so, you can feel free to start at your childhood if you okay, like. Okay, so I was a I was a little Catholic boy mm-hmm. when I was a young man, mm-hmm. uh, but only because like my family went to church. I was never like it was never really like uh, forced on us. It was just like you go to church on Sunday. That's like just something that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was never like something that I ever thought about more than uh, the time spent in church. Like I'm like, cause, like <laughs> truly, I'm in church. It's Sunday. I know I'm missing like Pokemon, uh, mm-hmm. like on TV or like Yu Gi Oh. Was that Sunday mornings that those would air? I got like, yeah, and like Channel Five, right? Like that's some stiff guess, competition. Yeah, right. So, Where's this geographically? Uh, it's in like Southgate, uh, which is like uh, is, uh, in Los Angeles, like near like Linwood and uh, like Downey. Right. On. Uh, I grew up most of my life in Downey, but as a kid going to church, I was in Southgate, Paramount area, Bellflower. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those little cities that are terrible and bad. Uh, they're kind of blind spots in the greater yeah, yeah. California yeah, no map. One's, they're nowhere near Hollywood, Holy baby. Weird, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Although I would love if your pastor, like hearing that like you wanted to watch Pokemon, yeah. came up to the pulpit as Pikachu. I one mean, morning. look, he's like, I'd probably still be going. Uh, but like, God, Pikachu's <laughs> you. <laughs> what? Um, but like there was, I was going to... Like, my grandparents were more into it than my uh, mom was. My mom didn't, like, well, I'll get to my mom. Uh, like, she she acts like she's more religious than she is, which is, like, either be in or be out. Like, mm-hmm. she kind of just picks her moments sometimes. Or, like, <laughs> okay. uh, like Bob Dylan. Y- yeah, sort of like Bob Dylan. <laughs> Your mom's actually. Bob Dylan. My mom's Bob Dylan. Yeah. Like, I'm not religious at all, mm-hmm. really, anymore, but I'm also, like, I wish. Uh, uh, I'm happy for people that are. I think it's great. Uh, I really do, like... The link, uh, religious people tend to seem to be a little more happier uh, <laughs> like the things that they got because it's like that's pretty good sometimes <laughs> other times not so much uh, <laughs> all a joy over here I feel like I stopped going like, it just never occurred to me to keep going uh, like because I went to like catechism classes and mm-hmm. stuff but I didn't even finish that I'm not conf- I'm not a confirmed Catholic <gasps> Uh, I know. So this is no. all unconfirmed. It's all Everything unconfirmed. you're saying is yeah, unconfirmed. Yeah, right. uh, it's something that my grandpa like truly, truly hates that my brothers and I just stopped going. It makes him nervous. He's just like, you guys are not... I mean, I don't even know what they think about heaven or hell or anything. Oh, weird. Just, like, It's just they like just, a like, weird like, tradition thing. Yeah, is it a social aspect or is it just like, this is just good for your well-being to I don't know. There? I really don't know. We I've not had like a deeply religious conversation with them before. Yeah. I know that like they... I feel like they don't go... But they're still like anymore. Into it. But they're like, yeah, like my uh, great grandma just passed away. She's 102. Uh, wow. They had it. They had a service for her at a church. Good like, for her. Yeah, yeah. She, oh, she was great. Wow. Um, like I remember, I did go to a Christian church a couple times with my uh, my aunt over in Orange County. Now, what did you think of that? I thought it was a little <laughs> more fun, honestly, uh, <laughs> because Catholic Church. Uh, I mean, I I couldn't. Sp- I can't speak to what it's like now. I mm-hmm. guess, but like. Back in the day, I would have nightmares about like some of the imagery because it's very like uh, graphic, mm-hmm. uh, like bloody like and stuff. Imagery that they would say from like, the pulpit, straight up, just or? like on the like stained glass like and just, stuff. Oh, yeah. Like just yeah, the, the 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 depiction of the crucifixion is pretty gory. Yeah. Um, but uh, at this Christian church uh, that my my uh, my I keep fla- uh, wavering on aunt or aunt. I don't know which one. I as an adult man, we're an I'm, aunt household. We're an aunt here. household. So my aunt. Um, <laughs> Uh, took us there one time, and it seemed cooler. And then, like now, if I'm looking back on it, like I'm searching that memory, it was just like 
corny, like cool church. Like, you, know sure. I mean? you could like, wear shorts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or just like the vibe was like a little chiller mm-hmm. and like. Uh, but it was still church. still church. So, but yeah. like I was like, this is like I'd rather be at home watching my, Again, my Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon in season yeah. twelve. Yeah. This exactly, <laughs> guys. It's still on. Yeah. Uh, but I don't even like fully remember ever stopping, like, or making a yeah, decision. I was gonna to ask, like, go. was there a reason or a point where you're like, I think I'm good now, or I know for sure we did stop. We like elected to not go to class anymore, mm. uh, because it was taking out of my like homework time because like the, the only right. time we could do like for some reason because i think i was in sports at that time like on the weekends uh-huh. uh that i would have to take the classes at night like on a tuesday night and i'm like oh, i'm tired all the time yeah. and then we, like, mom was like well you have to go uh and i was like okay like i don't want to go anymore parents <laughs> <laughs> always think like oh i'll just yeah. give him the option he'll choose right yeah and it's like no i'm done with yeah. piano yeah, no cool, thank you cool sweet i don't yeah. want to do it well it is wild when you're a kid how much of your time if you're involved in one activity at school yeah and church it's like you're booked yeah baby. you are your, your it's every night full. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how old are you <laughs> i'm uh you said 1992 <laughs> okay <laughs> was the yeah. nine upside down yeah no i was born in, in uh i am 90 years old um i don't I, I don't ever even think there was a point when i was a kid where i was like is this real like uh mm-hmm. like you know what i mean because like i yeah. want i like i don't know as like someone that's like not in mm-hmm. uh, in the tribe or whatever, uh, I don't like saying that to people that are because like obviously like everyone's experience is subject- subjective yeah. and sure yeah. or whatever. And I uh, I want the people that are in to still have that. I think that's very good. Like, the way yeah. kind of Pat Oswalt yeah. put it <laughs> uh, once was, "I'm an atheist." Who's still glad that religion exists? Yeah, because there are some atheists that are like, "This is bad." Like kind of your Bill Maher type. Your Ricky like, Gervais fun classic yeah, fun like guys. It's ruining everything. Yeah, <laughs> classic fun guys. I would say that that's probably exactly where I'm at. Like it's not it's not for me, but I would never take it away from people. I think it's nice. Uh, like you're if you're cool, I'm cool. You know what I mean? Like I'm never gonna be like, oh, "Are you serious?" Like uh, yeah. Well, in the same way, I wouldn't want someone to be like, "Well, like have you heard about?" The, the Lord, the good, the good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and that too is why I get real uh, cringy when yeah. I see people going after Scientology from a certain angle. Yes. Now, so from the angle of like, you know, they believe in like aliens and thetans and shit. We can talk about how they beat women and where's David Miscavige's wife. Yeah, and, absolutely. And like, yeah. oh, like abusing babies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that, but. Let's not say, guys, they believe in aliens. Say away. Let me tell you about this immortal carpenter that yeah. a virgin had <laughs> yeah. a yeah, billion exactly. years ago. Yeah, or like, how could you be so stupid that you would enter into this willingly or something? It's yeah, like, because oh, doctrine-wise, like, yeah. yeah. That's you, what is that? Is. Sarah Silverman has that joke where she's like, their guy's name is Ron. Like, how do you... <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the thing about any religion, I feel yeah. like, is with a certain, even just like, reframing of it by tone yes. not even editorializing and giving your opinion on it but just by framing of tone you make anyone sound dumb oh yeah like oh so you believe there's just nothing right you know yeah. what i mean like <laughs> yeah and that, that hurts for some reason <laughs> <laughs> it's awful yeah <laughs> funny ow <laughs> yeah, i guess i guess so I guess yeah oh i guess me. nothing made that sunset huh <laughs> like anyone can do that from yeah, any di- yeah <laughs> but like there's also then on the, the flip side of it the 
like scientists uh, do the same thing. Like uh, I, I am a believer of science and I, I appreciate science, mm-hmm. but I think Neil deGrasse Tyson's a damn bully. He's a bit of a bully, He's, right? Shut up, you nerd. Kind of yeah. snarky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once we got into like, can BB-8 roll on sand yeah, territory? Yeah, leave BB-8 alone. I, I remember when he was just, yeah, guys. <laughs> I got some on your own side. Not enough people say that. Like leave Shrek. BB-8 alone. <laughs> I'm going to make a video. Come on. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson isn't Shrek size. <laughs> By the way, I remember when he was just like the He's fringe Shrek get- incarnate. I'll say it. <laughs> Whoa. He's Shrek incarnate. What an interesting take. I mean. He's kind of fun and a little soft inside. And he like and kind of farts. Vulnerable. And- By the way, shouts out to Shrek the Musical, which is now streaming on Netflix. Is it really? Sutton Foster and Brian... Darcy, James oh, hell Darcy. Yeah, I bet yeah. that's good. All right, I'll get it. Parts watch of it thing. were. I'm gonna have to watch it. Parts of it were funny. <laughs> Look, Fiona's song where she Pied Piper's the Rats was really good. Oh, man. I, I'm here for anything Shrek. I think uh, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm a bit of a Shrek spurt. I love Shrek. A Shrek spurt, yeah. you say? Yeah, I love him. So, but it is interesting how like in your kind of journey with everything. Mm-hmm. That there wasn't ever like a fork in the road in terms of like making a choice other than like a schedule thing. Like, I don't know, I want a little more yeah. time. <laughs> I guess because. But it wasn't existential. You know what I mean? Like, right. it wasn't like, like I didn't have like a crisis of faith or like yeah. some sort of challenge. It was just sort of like, oh, this is optional the whole time. Then it's probably just like optional for everybody. Uh, <laughs> like, so I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. 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 That but, makes like, sense. No attitudes towards it or anything. I think it's nice. No, okay. nice. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see you at church on Sunday. We'll we'll see can't you. wait. You know what? I'd probably go. Like, Pick you, you up at 8 a.m. <laughs> 8 a.m.? Uh, no way. <laughs> I, I will say, okay, Caroline, this is, this is a real question. Because I Because I would have two? Seriously. It, I got like breakfast. 11. Yeah. I well, get to sleep. I think noon, if you are if you want breakfast, I think a noon service. A nooner. But yeah. then you're in there till the afternoon. Yeah, I need breakfast and shot. lunch before I go in. So you want a service at noon, but you only want it to be a half hour. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Ten minutes sermon. Perfect. Two songs. Snack time. Snack time. <laughs> Intermission. You know what? They, they, gotta, they gotta mix up the format Get a little a bit too. Break in like, there. Yeah. yeah. You're getting, we're getting all these songs, and he's gonna talk for a long it's time. Stale. It's like, it's mix old. it up. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, having gone to. Give me a sketch or something. <laughs> give, give me, me a, a sketch. sketch. Give me an interactive theater. Oh, piece. bro. If you haven't seen I, the churches I was raised in, there were some sketches. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Were they sketches or skits? They were skits. They were skits. You're right. Yeah, yeah it wasn't Mr. Show, if yeah. that's what you're looking Loose for. Loose comedy There was skit. no, can I, can I use this chair yeah. situation? <laughs> can I use this throne of God? Yeah, that's so funny. Caroline, if one of our guests on the show or after the show sincerely said, hey, I want to check out church with you guys, what would your... What would you do? Of course, yes. I'd no, like, I'm not yeah, saying you would in. turn them down. Yeah, be like, no. Oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd be. Very we have shocked. enough. We're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're all full. Uh, t- we're busy. <laughs> you would, ju- but you church would just like off. bring them to your church. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you go to that church too sometimes. From time to time, I'm kind of yeah. in an open relationship with a couple. Yeah, you are pretty loose. Church hopper, huh? You're kind of about town. A little bit, like. No, I'd be cool with that. Okay. I'd be surprised. I'd be like, are you really? sure? <laughs> you don't um, have to. I don't But also, make you feel... I don't know. My church is cool. I like it. So All I'd right. be like, sure, come along. All right. They do have snacks and coffee. They do have snacks. Good job. That See, church in particular. And that's like, you can get up early for that one. Because like, if they got snacks and they got coffee, I'm, I'm good to go. Yeah. I would love a church in the style of an Alamo Draft House Theater where instead, <laughs> like every Ooh, other- a brew dog while we're praying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like instead of uh, another pew or row of chairs in front of you, it's a little table 
and there's little waiters and waitresses being like, "Can Serving I take your fettuccine order?" Alfredo yeah. or something. Oh yeah, like queso. Because yeah. that's what church should popcorn. be doing: serving ourselves. Yes, yeah, right. We're <laughs> breaking bread with each other, and you bond. At least real bread. Yeah. At the very least, some hot a French, French bread. bread, maybe yeah. garlic bread sometimes. Yeah. By the way, dip it in some olive oil for your communion. Mm. Church should be the macaroni grill. <laughs> I think we're on to something. <laughs> if I can draw on those pews, yeah. I'm having a good time. And with that, I, I think it... <laughs> or at least a cheesecake factory I mean, of some At least sort. an Olive Garden where everyone's family. The book's got enough pages. Hey. Dang. The menu. <laughs> tell me. I'll tell you about it. Basically Wait, a Bible. Is this, is this the Cheesecake Factory menu or the Old Testament? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you sip? I don't know. I'm always sipping. <laughs> that's what I've heard. I heard that you're always sipping. That is, that's I'm all bitches be sipping. <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> Women be sipping. But you handed her a card that said that. That said, say this. Did. <laughs> thank you, Kevin. Thank, thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, by thank the way. you. I really oh, appreciate yeah, no. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shall we dive into the topic? Yes, again? we shall. Come on, let's go. Bob Dylan. Bobby. So we all probably have some sort of... <laughs> what a fun sting. <laughs> I know. I forgot to clip out Reject My Meat for this episode. But Reject My Meat? Keith Green. Oh, that's... <laughs> but what is everyone's exposure, not to Bob Dylan's Christian music, because this is probably a lot of our first exposure to that, but just to Bob Dylan in general. What is your level of fandom with him uh, what is your familiarity don't get with mad. him okay i for sure thought he was dead and Damn. Was really shocked <laughs> to find you're gonna write him a written letter apology Taken. yeah <laughs> probably i think he, he i don't know how he would feel about it um yeah w- did you have any familiarity with uh so his i christian wouldn't period i wouldn't no not definitely not with his christian period not with most of his catalog i would say you know you know the you know the hits right right uh i did sort of study his poetry in college because i was in i was a english major Me too. uh wow yeah Wait, so... That sounds no f- like a rockin' cool class. It was actually very... Well, it was very hard because my poetry is not easy for me. I don't understand Mm-mm. it a lot. Studied his poetry <laughs> in that, like, his lyrics or his actual, I, like, poetry? You know, like, his book. I think some of... I, our teacher was this sort of, like, old, like, uh, like... Like hippie. hippie guy, yeah, and uh, a hippie guy. No, we can say that. It's <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, he uh, like I think did bring in some. He brought in some songs to listen to and to analyze his poetry. Uh, so it, I guess it is unclear to me whether or not some of the stuff that I read was lyrics or. Uh, <laughs> this yeah. is rambling. Yeah. You, you could just be in a J Crew one day and hear a song, and be like, "Wait, am I in I class? Thought this was a Wait a minute, yeah, yeah," and discover it all over again. <laughs> yeah. The songs that I do know are the ones that everybody knows. You know, your Mr. Tambourine Man's, your Desolation Rose, mm-hmm. your uh, the one that you were doing earlier. My humps, yeah. my humps, yeah. uh, my neck, my back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, back yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ought to know. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine him singing? You love. ought to know. Actually, I you, can. You, you, you. you. It would take ten hours. <laughs> he sounds like a wind-up car. Well, so I was I was pretty familiar with him because he was the. You're fir- a white man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. Oh no, roasted, toasted. You got me on all charges. <laughs> like it, it's almost like part of the curriculum of white male yeah, privilege. Like, like, oh yeah, you'll be into Bob Dylan or the Beatles That's for a right. little bit. My yeah. grandpa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I remember he was kind of the first like 
capital A artists I got into when I was a kid that wasn't Christian music or soundtracks. Oh, okay. Like the Lord of the Rings score. <laughs> the Shrek soundtrack. And you were only into that because that it was called was the Lord of the Rings. Right. Right. Yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. I can only see it. I couldn't see The Hobbit because there was no Lord in it. But I could see the Lord of the Rings. Um, so he was like the first one I got into and like that first, you know, the first five or six out. The ones that are hailed as like, these are the yeah. old timers plus Blood on the Tracks and, mm-hmm. and then a couple of later ones. So I was, I was really into his stuff for a long time. But that being said, I'd never... Uh, I'd never gotten into the Christian period. I did see him live Ooh. one time wow. at Austin City Limits Music Festival back in 2007. Uh-huh. So right before he died. He's still alive. It's <laughs> <laughs> so sad. No, it's How was that for you? It was what? amazing. <laughs> so at that no point, one knew. The, <laughs> no one knew that that would not be his last show. <laughs> at that point, his voice and and as as rough as it is like on the records in the 2000s and the yeah. aughts and stuff, where it is just kind of like, <clears throat> like literally watching the show and knowing most of the music or at least most of the hits and like Tangled Up in Blue, it took a good minute and a half to identify each song. Which one was playing? Because, yeah. Because it's just like, well, he changes it up too, right? Like he, he changes the phrasing so much that they become unrecognizable. So seeing him live in 2007, it was just like, well, maybe I'll figure it out by the end. How and, weird. And then you'd hear the stray like, everybody must get stoned. And then it'd be like, oh, okay, oh, it's yeah. rainy day, okay. number 12, women, number 12 and 35. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise it wasn't like, it wasn't even like seeing, not that I think they're at their peak at all. Like, it's not like seeing the stones where it's like, oh yeah, that's yeah. brown sugar. Yeah. That's... So it wasn't like you could sing along. You were just supposed to stand no. and nod. No, no, no. <laughs> Which it, that's why he's so... He's so impenetrable because he's he's been on tour nonstop for tour. for like decades yeah. at this point. I think I'm gonna say I don't like this about him. I think that, that he tours touring? constantly. No, and he, that he changes it. I think that's yeah. rude, and uh, that you know what. And if he hears this, I'm sorry, Bob. You're, this is a bad thing you're doing. He tweets uh, us all the time, and listener. I know we're gonna get. He's gonna light it up. I also think that's, a, that's not something you do. You don't do that. I know the songs are his and he can do that or whatever. But but. like, yeah, that does feel kind of like rude to the people that have been listening to this and like came to hear it and they're excited about it. And then you're just like, I'm going to slam poetry this thing and do whatever I want. And I'm, and I'm all for like reinterpreting your stuff or like doing it in a new way where it's still, but where there's still an access point. Like, Springsteen, when he did this thing that did not do well in America called the Seeger Sessions Tour, he ditched the E Street Band and he did it with like this 18 piece folk orchestra, Ooh, like two violins, a banjo yeah. player, Fun. and then like four horns, like a whole horn section. And then he did his old stuff in these new folk arrangements, yeah. but you knew what the songs were. Yeah. Like and, I, I saw um, Ben Folds and Elvis Costello at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, and they performed with the LA Philharmonic and like that similar That's thing. Cool. That's right. Like, yeah, it was like still it was very changed cool. for delight, not because like he exactly. just on a whim wanted to do something. To, yeah, like yeah. do it differently. You not, sort of wanted him to rip in a little bit, like spe- specifically Elvis. Sure. You wanted him to like rip, but uh, and when I say rip, I mean straight guitar, baby. Yeah, oh. I wanted him to yeah <laughs> fart. Rip I want him to cut fart. one. Yeah. My aim is poo. <laughs> 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 just lighten up the Hollywood Bowl. You know it echoes for like a couple seconds yeah. back. <laughs> no, but Costello's a great example of that. Yeah. Someone who can like not be precious about his own stuff, but yeah. then still do it in ways. I, mean, where I still it's like, know what that is. Yeah, yeah, this is still fun. Uh, Dylan's not one of that. He's not a good live performer. 
He's not. Shocking. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know a ton about Bob Dylan. Sure. And so uh my perspective will probably be upsetting to those that do. So it is yeah. as I was like researching and looking into and reading all of his interviews and stuff like that, this none of this surprises me. Yeah. And I'm not st- I'm not too stoked on him uh as a studio performer either, I think. His <laughs> <laughs> uh, most polished, you don't think? I yeah, think good. I don't know. It's like I mean, we can start getting into them, but it is—it sure. like, is like maybe people are going to be mad at me. We'll see. <laughs> well, I was—I I mean, I who cares? I, and, and it really yeah. did. Like, I understand his value. I understand why I liked him when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and why I do still like. Like, I think "Blood on the Tracks" is an amazing album, and some of those albums. But yeah, I think it. I think his songwriting is undeniable. I think you could deny his singing <laughs> a lot. Like, I think you could deny. His musicianship and, and things sure. of that nature. Did did you yeah. guys ever see the movie I'm Not There? No, I was going no. to watch it for this, but I didn't have it's, money or time. I mean, it, <laughs> I didn't have money I didn't or have the time. Those, are, those are the two things you need. <laughs> it was this movie that came out in 2007, yeah, starring Heath Ledger. Right around when he died. Mm, oh yeah, right before. He, no, it was kind of an homage, guys, you know, in place of an in memoriam. You guys think it's a hologram on <laughs> the never-ending tour? Yeah, the whole like a Tupac thing. the Oscars that year. <laughs> in memoriam, Bob Dylan. And that did yet. No, but in that movie, but he's not there. Uh, he's not there. He's not in the movie. But he's played by Kate Blanchett, Heath Ledger, Christian Bale plays the Christian version of him. Really, in the movie. Oh, yeah, and he does, and it's so funny to see Christian Bale, who's like this capital A actor, super serious guy, basically do an impression in the movie. He's like, mm, I like the music. Ugh. Yeah, it's Weird. it's very interesting. Kate Blanchett rocks in it. I can see that. Ben, I heard she's good in it. Ben Whishaw, my guy, he he plays Bob Dylan oh, in the movie God. for a little bit. What? <laughs> uh, but Kate Blanchett was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Yeah, that's right. She's Kind of, I heard remarkable. she's really, really great. Yeah, she's it. kind of, it's wild how good she is. Um, but yeah, that being said, I thought it was in, <laughs> that movie was such an interesting way to explore his identity because it was like, and even when people do Bob Dylan impressions now, like, like depending on the kind of voice you're using, you're doing a different album. Yeah, you're doing a specific mm-hmm. time in uh, yeah. his life because it's an interesting way to portray an artist like on screen, like, because uh, I mean, you have. Your walk the lines, your rays, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where it's like that's the character throughout the t- like the mm-hmm. the time that they're exploring. Right, it's not like, a lot of change in like the vocal tenor or anything like that. You know no, I mean? yeah, Johnny Cash, <laughs> his voice was his voice, and they yeah. kind of aged. Yeah, and same with most performers. Mm-hmm. Like Springsteen, just kind of got older and it kind of got a twenty. But his like even when he's young, his first two albums, he sounds like he's sixty years old, <laughs> and then his third and fourth and fifth albums, they go from like to like it it becomes so fluid from album to album no one can see you doing it and i think that's the real bummer so horrifying yeah so this is this is that frog game at a carnival what's (laughs) that kind of open up and close and you're trying to yeah that frog game kind of like that i look like that oh you know what that's a toy but anyway yes <laughs> uh, so this is slow train coming. Yes. Yeah. What if Bob Dylan got saved? Well, this is what happens. This is what happens. Yes. And so a little background with it. This Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits is the guitarist for this album, uh, which is kind of wild. This is his first album where he does like 
music with a horn section and some stuff that could be classified as like quote unquote soul music. So let's take a listen to the first track, Gotta Surf Somebody. <laughs> it, it already sounds like a Dire Straits album. Yeah. These miscolored mountains. <laughs> you may be an ambassador to England or France. You may like to gamble. <sighs> take you off your like pants. So, and then basically just repeats like that for yeah. the rest of the song. He just Different lists examples. Like various occupations you may have in life. Yeah, this song, I can't tell if it's good or bad, uh, <laughs> but I feel like I don't like it. Uh, you may be a podcaster. <laughs> You're well, going to hell for sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn it. He called well, it. That's why I, I wrote this, I wrote this down to about the song. Like uh, I did take notes on it. I've listened to it maybe three times today. Like, just good like, on you, sir. Little, Thank little you. Homework, Thank of course. you. Uh, first of all, it's funkier than I was expecting. Very funky. Yeah. Uh, a lot of nice little bass there. But um, so, like this song, he's comparing two types of people that aren't necessarily opposites for like the whole song. <laughs> right. So, like, uh, I wrote that. What was one of the examples here? Uh, he's like, but either way, either you're serving the devil or you're serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of the examples he has is like you may be the heavyweight champion of the world. You may be a socialite with a long string of pearls. Those aren't the same. One of them's going to heaven, one of them's going to hell. Well, when I think socialite, I think one's tiny and little, you know? Oh, and yeah. those what? people go to heaven. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the opposite of a heavyweight. Tiny people? Yeah. <laughs> tiny happy Yeah, people? I feel like he was just listening like kind of, you know, inflammatory, like, ty- or stereotypes or something. That's and then true. you're supposed to derive something from that. The most confusing part of the song to sure. me was when he uh, starts listing, uh, he's a... Uh, like depending on what you call him, whether it be Terry, Jimmy, Bobby, Zimmy, <laughs> yeah. RJ or Ray, what? you're either a servant of the devil or a god. <laughs> that was very weird. Oh, is there some kind of like Zimmy musician that I don't know. people were really Zimmy? into? He, he's Zimmy. His last name is <laughs> oh, Zimmerman. Zimmerman. That's yeah. right. Robert he would Zimmerman. Be Zimmy if anybody. Yeah. Right. Uh, what I was going to ask you guys is like, do you believe this premise? That you're serving somebody in life, like some yes, but ideology. I think I I have a different interpretation than you do uh-huh. of the dichotomy. Sure. So I don't think it's like it's the binary of you're serving God or Satan. Okay. I think it it may be God, it may be Satan. You're serving it, somebody. You're serving somebody. Or okay. just like whatever station in life. Yeah. yeah which is why somebody. this doesn't yeah. feel that dogmatic to me because some of these are like. Neutral, yeah. Like you like to dance, y- yeah. You like you might like to drink whiskey. You might like to drink milk. I don't think of those as opposed to each no, other. No, that's true. And I did sort of later on, uh, for one of the other songs, think that maybe uh, it, he did sort of seem to me like somebody who like uh, read a philosophy book and then tries to tell everybody what they know about this one topic. And he's like, I don't think you're like that into it, dude. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, and we're seeing this now with certain celebrities tweeting about politics yeah, on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this person has probably thought about 
you know, One the, the political yeah. landscape for five minutes. Yeah. It's all most of us can think about who have regular jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But then they enter into the arena. And I do feel like this... Similar with Keith Green last week, this kind of like zest, like, oh, okay, uh, I yeah. gotta tell you, I like they, and it makes so much sense yeah. that these guys, a guy we did last week named Keith Green, and him and Bob Dylan went to the same church, and they did become buds. I was gonna say they're like good companions to each other as far as like a topic of yeah. what you could be if you fell on this Christian spectrum at this time. Totally, the, the Christian music market, if if I'm understanding though, is like a one. It's I think you can get into it. Not if you're like okay, like you, you could be pretty good and like be like in like in on it, right? And like and make money. So I'm wondering if this especially was especially the Christian podcast market that's in particular. Right. But I'm like, am I wondering? It's like, oh, he, did he have, did he buy a new house? And uh, the one album before this didn't sell that well. And he's like, I got no idea. I got to do. Like being into, oh, being into faith oh, a little bit. Or the opposite. You know I, mean? I feel you like he so? knew this was going to be like a trash fire a on lost his legacy. Leader. Yeah. Well, and I, just kinda like, well, eh, because I don't care. to your point, <laughs> the CCM industrial complex uh-huh. didn't really exist back then. Because this is like 1979 that's true. before we had precedent like, for mainstream. like Stephen Chris Chapman, Michael CCM. W. Smith. I guess and, that's true. Yeah, just yeah. make a buck. This is still weird. Yeah. And, th- <laughs> and these are still kind of like runoff from the hippie Jesus freak culture in yeah. the sixties. Yeah. So he's he's still car- part of that kind of like thing that was ha- happening in Southern California. So it was still weirdly countercultural and alienating. And because of how intense yeah. he got in his concerts, yeah. where it's like Larry Norman esque just preaching in between the songs. And he doesn't talk at his concerts. Like he does he yeah. certainly doesn't talk yeah. now. When the sixties and seventies he wasn't like Is he dead? This son- Guys, he's alive. Well, he can't talk now. Because dead men tell no tales. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is is the weird part, too, because I didn't read much about what he said in his concerts, but Mm -hmm. whenever he talked to the press about it, to your point, he seemed like really... I wasn't really going to pick a team, honestly. Like, he would kind of float around back and through what he believed. It seemed that he very much believed we were living in the end times and was like, no problem saying that. There's an apocalypse emphasis yes. in his stuff which but, does not exist in but Christian music like, now in 84 this Rolling Stone interview which is really interesting you should read it if you're interested in this but like the journalist straight up asked, straight up asked him like were you born again were you, did you come out of this religious experience and he said I would never say that I would never say I'm born again. That's a media term. <laughs> I don't think I've ever Damn. been agnostic. Yeah. 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 I've always thought there's a superior power, that this is not the real world, that there's a world to come. Uh, and there's probably a lot of middle ground. And they said, what's your spiritual stance then? And he said, well, I don't think that this is it. You know, this life ain't nothing. Can Can I hear this? There's no way on? you're going to convince go. me. That's all there is to it. Uh, he said, I never believed it. I believe in the book of Revelation. Uh, the leader of these wor- of this world are eventually going to play God if they're not already playing God, and eventually Fair. a man will come will come that wait Named a man Barack will come Hussein that everyone will Obama. think is God. <laughs> yeah, and then they said you're a literal believer of the Bible, and he said yeah, sure I am. And uh, then they s- oh they asked like, do you believe the Old and ne- New Testaments are equally valid? And he said to me. And they said, well, that sounds like a new synthesis. And he's like, well, no, I th- if I thought the world needed a new religion, I would start one. But there are a lot of other religions, too. There are those Indian religions, Eastern religions, Buddhism. You know, they're happening, too. He's just, like, all over the place. And I feel like any time they were trying to pin down, mm-hmm. like, so you're Christian. And he'd be like, uh, I don't know about yeah. that. They're like, okay, but are you Jewish? He's like, eh, maybe. Well, I, think, <laughs> I think the key to that is yeah. that that interview was 84 
And his three Christian albums were 79, 80, and 81. So by 83, Infidels was out. And it was all. And he like toned it down. None yeah. of the it, no Christian songs on that. So yeah. he, he wanted people to be like, uh, "No, I never did that." Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. All the and three years ago, yeah. he probably gave an interview that was like, "Yeah, I'm all in." I know, yeah. I'm all in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I found one more quote, and he said, "Here's the thing with me and the religious thing." And I think this is a more recent interview. He said, "This is the flat out truth. I find the oh, reli- this is 97. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. What? This is the flat out truth. I find the religiosity and philosophy in the music. I don't find it anywhere else. Songs like Let Me Rest on a Peaceful Mountain or I Saw the Light. That's my religion. I don't adhere to rabbis, preachers, evangelists, all of that. I've learned more from the songs than I've learned from any kind of entity. The songs are my lexicon. I believe the songs. So music's is guiding light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that was like, that makes perfect sense now. Why this happened because even just listening to this music and trying to figure out like what his point of view was, I was like, I'm unclear. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Right. It, it's not, even though it's intense, it's not dag- dogmatic. The right. Way, like uh, Larry Norman or yeah, Keith Yeah, there doesn't seem like is. a running orthodoxy underneath it all. Yeah, it's like, uh, which is fine. To put in UCB terms, I don't know what the game is <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is like, I don't really have a problem with that. I, no. Listening to it, I, I kind of liked it and I sort of liked the ambiguity and the poetry of it in a way. Yeah, like if it was sort of more like on the nose, like for me, I would have been a little like turned off much. by it probably. Yeah. But like I listened, I've I told you I listened to it three times today, mm-hmm. uh, and like twice yesterday probably. And I was like, this is like fine. Like, I, but I also don't know if I think this was good at all. Yeah. Uh, Can I? So maybe just seeing it as Bob Dylan, the songwriter. Yes. I want to play a cover of that song we just listened to. Oh, great! Gotta serve somebody. By I, Mavis Staples please. and Johnny Lang, who both, I think, claim to be Christians. Mavis Staples is the soul singer from the 70s, and she still does awesome stuff now. Um, Johnny Lang was a rock and roller who then converted to Christianity, kind of. And this is, I don't know what this concert is, but they're just playing for the presidents, like former presidents, <laughs> George W. Bush and Laura Bush and the Clintons. And yeah, so this is from... Mavis Staples and Johnny Lang. All right, let's go. We good. Okay. <laughs> and she's awesome. You may be an ambassador, a queen of a queen. You may like to gamble. You might like to dance. You might be the heavyweight champion of the world. You might be a socialite with a long string of pearls, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. I think this is better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you get the yeah. song. Yeah. I almost someone think else that makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Any Bob Dylan song would be better if he was the one not singing it. If he had just written it and not yeah. sing it. I generally concur. Yeah. That's like yes. almost every cover I hear is like. From the outside. You might be a rock and roll addict prancing on the stage. You might have had drugs to joke a man. Women in a cage. Like, you get it you can when other people do it. Yeah. Like, they care about it. Like, yes, you know what I mean? That's the difference. There's a way to listen to this album, too, where it's just kind of a folk country album, too. Yeah, you know, well, where, totally. like, how country songs have, like, a heavy religious symbolism, but it's also legends, you know, in a way, too. That's yes. kind of how I felt. 100%. Even though that's probably what he didn't intend, but, like, I liked it. Yeah, I think 
I think he might have intended it he, because well, who knows? There are some <laughs> songs. He's dead. We'll never know. Yeah. We, we, no, we could ask him no tonight ask. if we wanted yeah. to. Ugh, if only we, we could, could, Kevin. That'd be so nice. <laughs> if we get uh, Jonathan Edwards in here. To, <laughs> is that the crossing over guy? I don't know. Is that his name? That's sinners so. in the hand of angry Not, God. I know. That's, <laughs> that's a guy who Jonathan left Jonathan his wife. Uh, um, oh, well, that's John Edwards. The <laughs> vice I like Serve Somebody, even with him singing it. I thought that was a pretty fun song. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably one of the better songs on this album. Yeah. Uh, I, it's I, a strong start. Yeah, I think it's my favorite, and I'm not sure if it's because of the Mavis Staples version. That she also sense. has just like a recorded version on Spotify if you can you came listen to. And you had no idea who Bob Dylan was, yeah. and you listened to this, you would think this was like a William Hunt situation, and someone was <laughs> playing like a cruel joke on this yeah, old this, man. You'd be like, this stinks. <laughs> this is so bad. My favorite song on this you album might sing. shock you. Ooh. Tell us. Click Tell to us. find out. Oh, do, should we, yeah, are we going out of order? It. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We won't go all nine tracks. We can just okay. get around. It's fine. Okay. It's gonna. You're gonna laugh. It's man gave names to all the animals. Oh, oh. my god. This song. Oh, Bob Dylan's felt board song. This is a yeah. children's song. Bob Dylan teaches Sunday school. Yeah. I think that's why I liked it because I think it is just like a very simple premise. Uh, you got this fun. <laughs> you got this fun uh, drum beat up top. Uh-huh. He's he's uh, doing a reggae thing. Kind of like lulls you in. Dude. Exactly. And the pr- the setup and knockdown for this song is. Uh, like, here's what the animal looks like. Here's what it's doing. Here's the name of the he animal. He called it a pig. Yeah, exactly. it's a clear yeah. narrative structure. But like, you would kind of think maybe there'd be some sort of justification as to why nope. the animals called oh. that. Absolutely not at all. It's just that's what it looks like. Here's what it's doing. It's a bear. Let's listen to this. Just imagine a group of children. I think I'll call it a bear. A bear. Yeah, like, great. Yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think it's fun. Oh, like, I, I had a big smile on my face when I listened to this song. <laughs> I couldn't believe this song. Like, after all these heady songs, he just did this, like, kid I think song. that's probably why I liked it, too, because I was just like, this was just, this was for no one. <laughs> well, one of the verses, he goes on to say... He saw an animal so big and wide, so big and fat it couldn't hide. She stepped on the scale and really upped the ante, and man said, I think I'll call her Scampy. Whoa. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear you that didn't verse. Hear that, that was on your version? <laughs> yeah. No, if you listened all the way through. Oh, I must have turned it off before. <laughs> My mistake. You tricked me. <laughs> I was, you I were was so listening in it. so intently. Wow. <laughs> I pulled a Kevin. You did. You did pull. That was Kevin. great. That pulled was so a Kevin's fun. leg over here. Thank you. Um, I liked that better than the song. <laughs> <laughs> this song sucks. This song sucks. I want to hear the scampy remix. Yeah. Uh, this we'll was voted uh, one of the worst Bob Dylan songs ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is by, that true? Wow, yeah. Really, this, that uh, was on the Wikipedia counterculture, page. Matt. Though. You should, hey, you know. Feel cool. I'm all. I'm, I'm here for the hot takes. We're like uh, a badge. Yeah. yeah. But this is like. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like, it doesn't have kind of the uh, moral ambiguity as some of the other songs. It's just like, mm-hmm. let's name some animals. Yeah, it's is fine. It, so it's the, it's voted the worst Bob Dylan song of all time. One of them. Here, let me. Is it tied with the rest of his songs? <laughs> hey! oh, shots fired, Matt. That's disrespectful to the dead. To, absolutely. Yeah. To, yeah. The, to the dead. Okay, to those let's that have see. Over. Uh, 20, Watch him uh, die tonight, and we'll be in big <laughs> oh trouble. God. If there, if he dies. Before, I remember my mom in high school came into my room and said, Kevin, guess who died? 
like tonight. That's not uh-huh. a good And I said, setup. not Bob Dylan. <laughs> and she said, no, it's John Spencer from the West Wing. Oh and I was gosh. still very, very sad. Aww. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So a 2013 Reader's Kevin, Poll. guess who died tonight? That's <laughs> how kissing she said. She, she was waving streamers all around <laughs> and sparklers. A parade followed her today. Yeah. <laughs> a 2013 Reader's Poll conducted by Rolling Stone ranked man gave names to all the animals. The fourth worst Bob Dylan song. <laughs> hey, number four. Hey. Behind the hit single from Slow Train to Come and Gotta Serve Somebody in Second Place? No, that's wow. wrong. I mean, also, I don't think it's a good song. It was my favorite one. Also, Rolling Stone is famously full of crap all the time. Yeah. Ooh. Whoa, shots fired. I mean. Bang, bang. Damn, R.I.P. Rolling Stone. Yeah. You're up there with Bob tonight. See you in the funny papers. <laughs> <laughs> See you in the See in the Funny Papers is my favorite old man by Felicia. <laughs> that was, that's like an old white man's by Felicia. Seen the Funny Papers, bucko. Oh, pound sand. You got owned. <laughs> Go kick rocks. If it's not got to serve somebody, my favorite on the album might be Precious Angel. This is the one that got me bopping the most. By the way, these songs are not short. They're all... <laughs> So, so many of five them. minutes long. Yeah. yeah, four and a half or five minutes long. He's a they verbose this man. It's about the woman that brought him to Christianity. Yeah, yes, that's what I. Mary Alice yes. Arts. It's like also peak Bob Dylan impression. Like he's doing an impression of Bob Dylan. How was I to know? Hard to do with a cinnamon roll in your mouth. Yeah, this is just the easiest to bop along to. There's a there's a couple on here that were like bluesy. Yeah. And like blues structure songs where it's like one to the four to the one to the, like those get so boring so quick and they he does so many of well, there's, them. I realize like so many of his songs there's no chorus or bridge or anything. It's just like verse, yeah. right. verse, right. verse, and again and more verse. Where do you get that from? The Bible. Whoa! Damn. Just a bunch of verses. <gasps> Matt's dabbing in the room. <laughs> the I was Bible so has been laid waste tonight yeah. by Matt. Out there with Rolling Stone, next to Rolling Stone and Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this song does sound the most like a normal song. Like uh, yeah. like we're just like oh, like this has tried. like a pure, a clear <laughs> structure. Yeah. I wonder what a Bob Dylan fan would think of this album. I mean, I guess I am a Bob Dylan fan. I, I'm not crazy. Like, you have a less... big tattoo of it on your back, right? Well, <laughs> I don't think it's crazy. <laughs> like, the last three albums he's put out are legit just Frank Sinatra cover albums of him crooning. So they're terrible. They get universal critical acclaim. It's pretty nuts. That's crazy. People love it? Yeah. Or critics love it? Critics love Music critics love it. Old white guy music critics love it. Maybe they're on to something. Hey. I mean. (laughs) Maybe we should start listening to old white men for a Wait, can we hear one of the Sinatra covers? Yes. Okay, great. Because it is. is... Does he do Fly Me to the Moon? Fly me to the moon. If you can. This is I Guess I'll Have to Change My Plans. This is the music he makes now. This is from Triplet Kid from 2017. So crazy that this guy was like a star of the hippie movement, lands in Frank Sinatra land at the end of his life. I mean, I, how do you wait? I guess I'll have to change my plan. Okay, not bad. I don't hate this. This is not bad. I overlook that. I like this better than everything on this album. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
he sounds like he's slipping into sleep, but I still I like it. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna kill me, but I think it, <laughs> it sounds nice. It's like a Buffalo Bill situation. Yeah. Like, you know, Dean Martin just did an album recently where he's still trying to sing. It's kind of like Dean that. Dean Martin is dead. He's been long dead. Dean Martin. Hmm. What? No, I think so. Didn't he do an album with Lady Gaga? Tony You're Bennett. thinking of Tony, Tony Bennett. Bennett. Thank you, thank you. You think dead people are alive and alive people are dead? <laughs> that was the one mistake. Dean Everyone else Martin. is dead. Dean Martin. I thought you alive? were doing a bit. <laughs> no. Ah, this is great. Alive and well. Tony. Oh, Tony Bennett. Uh, anyway, this Capital is Capital City. Oh my I love gosh. this. <laughs> Although I do think Bob Dylan, this is something we talk about in modern CCM. And CCM, as we know it, contemporary Christian music, which is the God or Girlfriend song, a song written with lyrics, is this about a girl you love or a God you love? Mm -hmm. Maybe Bob Dylan invented that genre with a song called I Believe in You. Yes. Because yes. this is so could go either way. So confusing. Right? I did uh, so I did write notes and I, I wrote down for this song it's like a love song about a significant other but they got divorced and like what I mean by that is sure. that like he's not Christian anymore so he wrote this love song to Christianity yeah. and now it's just like he's not in the tr like involved anymore yeah. so it's just like that's the thing is like they it's a pretty me, song yeah they ask me how I feel and if my love is real and how I'll make it through they look at me and frown they'd like to drive me from this town they don't want me around because I believe in you. This sounds to be more of like Holly Weird doesn't want him around because he's too Christian. Yeah. You could interpret liberal. it that way, totally. They show me to the door. They said don't come back no more. So he's already, but the funny thing is, this is his first Christian album. It's not like he's three in, he's like, yeah. ah, people don't like it. Yeah. So he's upset. anticipating rejection. <laughs> I'm going to get some flack. <laughs> but I'm sure there was a pretty, uh, there was a pretty long, you know, build up to when he got to this point. I wonder what it was. I mean, it's so unclear, and it is, like, in the spectrum of his whole career, such a small part of it. Mm -hmm. In retrospect, it's three years and three yeah. albums total. I believe in you, yeah. even through the tears and the laughter. <laughs> I love it. This reminds me, I read this uh, horrible uh, Gospel Coalition article that was like, is Bob doing Christian or not? Oh, from the good men at mostly men the at the wonderful gospel men, coalition. yeah. But they, yeah, they tried to this very problem that uh, that Dylan was talking about. They're kind of like trying to claim him for the team, but then they're like, uh, but he doesn't profess uh, enough or something, or wasn't too solid, and maybe he's too Jewish now. Um, <laughs> too basically, yeah. Well, yeah, because he's like he. He is Jewish. Yeah. He's ethnically Jewish. He, right. he goes to synagogue from time to time. And this is going to sound so pretentious, but I thought a little bit like this kind of reminds me of Jesus. Like people have a hard time pinning him down in oh, their team or not yeah. because he I can that. shift sort of based, based on what you want him to be. And, and I think like that even happened in Jesus' time. Like his disciples felt like he wasn't. Uh, you know, cr provocative enough, and the Pharisees said he was too provocative, and he was just kind of like, "I'm Jesus, I'm well, doing my thing." It's possible that a reluctant prophet isn't welcome in his hometown. <laughs> what? Amen. <laughs> no, yeah, that's no, great. but it is. It, reading into this, the, he did have a choice of like, do you want to do? Because you could do like Christian venues and kind of like there were some other Christian musicians mm -hmm. at the time. Do you want to tour with them and do yeah. a thing? And he's like, "No, I'll keep doing my thing." 
so then people would show up thinking like, all right, Bob Dylan. And, oh, yeah, I heard that new album. It's kind of weird. And then they would just get Christian songs <laughs> with it's no expectation. Like, oh, okay. That is on par with the way he changes the arrangements to me. That's such yeah. a bait and switch. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Like that's, uh, I mean, ugh. Yeah, it's sending people to church when they expected a yeah. concert is just kind of like, okay. Because like if you're going to church and that's what you're going for, you're, you're like, like, okay, you're yeah, I'm preparing. Uh-huh. But like imagine you're like, I'm going to Disneyland and it's the DMV. Like, <laughs> Fair comparison. Hey now, church is fun. No, no, you can have, you can have uh, fun at church. Church is my I, fantasy land. I didn't mean to be rude. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I want to get my salvation exactly license mean. renewed for no six apology, years. You're, you're, yeah, you you're get expecting, a fast pass to heaven. <laughs> you're expecting um, a bowl of ice cream, but instead it's salad? <laughs> it's good for you. It's but, got lots of creams. <laughs> like the ones Adam and Eve wore over their privies. Oh, and they should. So... Never want to hear that again. Privies? Thank okay. you. Privy oh, Benjamin. God. So also some of the roots of this, T-Bone. Saving Privy Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shaving Ryan's privates. So a lot of the roots of this came from the Rolling Thunder review tour that he did in 1975 with a bunch of our other artists. Rolling Thunder. T-Bone Burnett, who's like famous producer, famous Christian Great. producer. Yeah. Everyone knows him. Used to be married to Sam Phelps. He said about that tour, I don't know what happened, but everyone who was on that tour went back to church, at least Whoa. for a little bit, even if they didn't become fully that's Christian. They all just kind of went back for some reason. He's I'm sure like, that's just like the effect of Bob and Dylan happened. and him being yeah. cool. And you're like, oh, I should give, I'll give it a try. Well, this was pre his conversion. Oh. He said, because Bob Dylan was just a part of that tour with a bunch of different artists. Oh, and, and he was like, uh, for some reason, them, there was Ramblin' Jack Elliott and a bunch of other people I'm forgetting Weird. right now. But yeah, he's Maybe like, Ramblin' Jack Elliott started speaking in tongues. <laughs> Ramblin' in tongues, baby. <laughs> Maybe they saw a ghost. Uh, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so that said, with, with some of this kind of fun, ambiguous stuff, I feel like there sure. is a lot of very like, fundamentalist aggressive stuff in this album too like when you're gonna wake up or uh change my way of thinking this does sound like uh the theme music to like a, a cop drama in the city you have to fight to survive yeah. one man one christian artist hot dogs hot dogs <laughs> forgot about it forgot about it <laughs> I know. Well, again, I think to the Gospel Coalition point you were making before, there's weird things he'll toss out that make it so you can't peg him, right? Like yeah. he's not, he doesn't become right wing. He doesn't become like the like the Christian, the religious right, I should right. say. But then he'll say really fundamentalist stuff and then, then also say like foreign oil is controlling our soil and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. There's another lyric in one of the other songs that I don't want to skip over this one. Uh, but in the song uh, Do Right to Me Baby parentheses do unto others uh, there's a very strong anti-science stance at the end of it yes, that is it like uh, don't, pull, don't put faith in nobody not even a scientist but this whole time he's talking about putting his faith in God yeah. uh, And but now he's not putting his faith in anyone he's putting it in, in not in a science uh, not in science so it seems a little bit of a mixed message. Oh, yeah, it's a catch-22. Yeah. Well, that, and I liked that song up until that point because that was a lot just about, like, do unto others as you would have you It was done up, to you. just it's being very nice. basic golden rule stuff. Very yeah. basic, like, don't be mean. I like this song, too. But then uh, it said, 
don't put faith in a scientist. It's very strange. <laughs> There's also a lyric where he goes, he doesn't want to be amused. Uh, he doesn't want to amuse anyone or be amused. And uh, <laughs> you don't agree to disagree, my friend. <laughs> I love oh, being yeah, amusing. That one was like, yeah. oh. My favorite is. Don't want to wink at nobody. Don't want to be winked at. Winked at. He said, "Don't want to touch nobody. Don't want to be touched." And I was like, Ugh. "I mean, I I guess that's good. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, someone's no, touching. No one's gonna meet to Bob Dylan. <laughs> Declare. He knew then. He in like the only way to avoid it was he's like, "Hey, I better write a song from the beginning. You don't touch yet. me. I won't touch you. Yeah, from the jump. We're good." <laughs> Uh, yeah, he so, does a lot of these tags where at the very end of his song it'll be like, like wait what? what? <laughs> Excuse me. Like um, when you were gonna wake up. I, sorry to go backward, no, but okay. that was skipped. that was one where very clearly no, at the no very end friends. he's he said uh, he's talking about people like living in kind of like craziness or whatever and picking up different ideologies and philosophers and gurus or whatever. And then very clearly at the end, he's like, the problem to the solution is Jesus. And it was like, there's a man that died on the cross. He's been yeah. crucified for you. Believe in his power. And that's all you got to do. It's yeah. Like, that oh, okay. To me, uh, when you're going to wake up is his Carmen song. <laughs> Carmen's yeah. a very fundamentalist, right wing. Very much like Christian the world artist. has gone to pot. And oh, total, I mean, here's the solution. Some of the lyrics are almost exactly the same, including adulterers in churches and pornography in the schools. Yeah. You got Carmen. gangsters in power and lawbreakers making rules. One, one line I did like, do you ever wonder just what God requires? You think he's just an errand boy to satisfy your wandering desires? Dang. I like that line. I sometimes wonder, like hearing the line, uh, like uh, pornography in schools or whatever, what are these fundamentalist people think's going on at school? I never saw any pornography at school. Where's I my pornography? What the heck? Wait, what school was that? Have you been holding out on me? Yeah. <laughs> I went to the wrong, I went to a, a dork school. <laughs> a bunch of nerds in my school. Unless, unless they're close. talking about like the sex ed videos <laughs> they play in health class. And pornography. They're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Can't define it, but you know it when That's you see not it. Not with the pornography. There was also is. some uh, a little bit of hints of feminism. Yeah, there was uh, on slow train. He says, "Big time negotiators, false healers, and woman haters, mm -hmm. masters of the bluff and masters of the proposition." But the enemy I see wears a cloak of decency. All non-believers and men stealers talking in the name of religion. Interesting. So yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, all right, cool. And then there's another line about women who can't hold their tongues. <laughs> this, lyric <laughs> so this lyric confused me from uh, Slow Train. I had a girl down in Alabama. She was a backwoods girl, but she sure was realistic. He sucks. Like that's like a. <laughs> I don't. Uh, that's a, I don't yeah, get I don't it. That's that his means. version of you ain't a beauty, but hey, you all right? I see. <laughs> <laughs> She's beautiful. She doesn't know it. <laughs> She's she realistic. Sure was realistic. That's like the rudest thing you can say about somebody. <laughs> she sure She's was realistic. realistic. It's the anti-screenwriter's nice. description of a woman in a screenplay. <laughs> she said, "Boy, without a doubt, you have to quit your mess and straighten out." <laughs> Foreign oil. Yeah, there, I guess that's the only stuff where it's like, again, this is ambiguous. A lot of this stuff is ambiguous. Yeah, it's like general injustice. Mm-hmm. So that but way... And also, like, a, a consequence is coming, and, like, there's going to be a comeuppance for all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he was very, uh, let's just say his favorite TV show, Judge Judy. It's very judgment-based. It's judgy. Yeah. 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 Judge Dylan. He loved Judge Reinhold. Judge all his movies. He loved Judge Mathis when he launched his show. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Love Judge Dredd. When it came love. out, <laughs> Dredd he didn't like so much. He thought he Carl like Urban was well cast, but it wasn't exactly right for the role. <laughs> Too flashy. Too flashy. Too flashy. Uh, yeah. So 
right. Anything else we want to highlight for the album before we get to our final thoughts hmm. about it? Oh, there was one last thing that I'll bring up because this was touching to me. Um, he's talking in the song when he returns. Um, I kind of liked the poetry in this line, but uh, one part he says, for all those who have eyes and all those tears, it is only he who can reduce me to tears. Uh, don't you cry, don't you die, don't you burn. Like a thief in the night, he'll replace the wrong with right when he returns. The iron <laughs> I did think this was the prettiest song. It in was the like album. touching, totally. yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. And like before, I really appreciated it. Like some of the other lyrics in the songs, I like where I was saying before, I didn't really buy. Uh, his angle, sort of, but yeah. like this, I was like, oh, like he's like all in on this one. Like, yeah, this yeah, one yeah. does seem a little more like sincere and like grounded in, uh, like in faith. I, I appreciated that more of it than some of the other ones. Totally, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like he's actually going for it. You could see I'm his in. mo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the same with like very different artists, but uh, Chance the Rapper is like very Christian uh, on the, his album Coloring Book, and I guess also just in his real life. Mm-hmm. And like that wasn't a lot of people I know are like not super into that aspect of him and it's not like my favorite thing about him but i appreciate it about him because he's not like because because it's sincere yeah it's, it, uh, i appreciate it's not like a performance for him necessarily yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. he doesn't yeah. gain anything by saying like i'm a christian yeah no <laughs> you know, it's, it's just like this he thought financially it was advantageous it was important yeah. to him to Except include to in his in music heaven, but, yeah <laughs> yeah they do at heaven require you if you're an artist to put down at yeah, least you one of your albums at least one time yeah I felt like this song was kind of special I liked it and it I felt like pretty. the lyric was pretty and it's something that I could like understand too. maybe I'm too dumb but yeah. but I feel like I could understand and I, I felt his heart a little bit in this one Jay liked. the last yeah. verse says surrender your crown on this blood stained ground take off your mask he sees your deeds which well okay that sounds a little big brothery and judgy and he or says, Santa Claus or Santa Claus this is a comic big brother in judgy <laughs> He says he sees your deeds. He knows your needs before you even ask. Yeah. So that's like a nice part to it. It's not, nice. Nice. It's yeah. not just like Keith Green stopping at like, he sees you, you piece of shit. You I dirt. Yeah. Now imagine if someone with a great voice was singing this song. Amazing. I probably would have moved to tears probably. I'm sure this has been sung in church. Yeah. It's May, if Mavis Staples re-records oh, this whole incredible. album. I'm in. Incredible. I mean, I love it. It's top in the Billboard charts. <laughs> Straight to the top. Top of the charts. Top yeah. of the charts. Top of the charts, charts to you. We're fine. My, my, hey. uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was looking down at my iPad while you guys shared them. I was looking at my laptop. We are all looking at our screens. Man. It's like, is this a podcast or an episode of Black Mirror? Are we recording a podcast? Hey. Or am I listening to a podcast mm. on my phone? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think. It's time for us to get to our final thoughts on Slow Train coming. The way this works, Matt, is that we're going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down in the form of a holy toast or holy roast. Holy toast, we're sending Bob Dylan to heaven, which apparently he's already at, according to you guys. I'll see you up there, big guy. Or holy roast, we're sending the big guy to hell. Caroline, we'll start with you. Um, okay, so... We're reading the album, I should say, not the man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just the album. I got so scared. <laughs> Taking all of his A 75 years yeah. of life. I was like, I heard Gosh. one album. <laughs> yeah, so this was tricky to kind of pin down what this was, and on some level, I appreciated the ambiguity and him searching and the way he infused so much, um, like, biblical imagery with all this other imagery, and and 
it's exciting when you read that kind of poetry and your, your you know lyrics and you're like, I know these references. I know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. And um, and the way he turned things sometimes was very beautiful. That said, it was a very uh, harsh tone for a lot of the album too. And much like Keith Green's last week, I felt like it was very much like, you all are wrong. You are idiots. You are ignorant. You are going to hell. I know I'm not, you know, that kind of thing. It lacked re- self-reflectiveness. Yeah, yeah, in a very harsh, very, um, you know, kind of, yeah, the world is ending and it's bad. You know, you all are going to find out sooner or later. Mm-hmm. But that said, I think I would prefer Keith Green's music to the Bob <laughs> Dylan's music. And even though Keith Green was even, like, harsher, uh, Bob Dylan's music, for me, this felt like a plod to get through and kind of like, okay, here we go. Another one of these. And um, so I, <laughs> well, yeah, it feels like very dangerous territory, but I would give this a roast because the album <gasps> is uh, not musically super fun for me to listen to. And then the messaging on top of that is not very soft, not very loving Christian wise. Uh-huh. And so for that reason, I, I wouldn't be into it. All right. Holy roast from Caroline. We turn it to Matt. All right, well. Are you exhausted? Yeah, I'm scared. You're like sweating so much. (laughs) I'm I'm on the floor. Uh, So, Slow Train Coming uh, is the name of the album. And my take, it never left the station. (laughs) I I don't think. I don't choo think this. Choo. Would, yeah, choo choo, more like poo uh, poo. Yeah, poo poo. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have filled that in. I know I didn't have a better one. Uh, <laughs> you didn't have better than poo poo. No, uh, Dang, so, second poo joke on this episode. <laughs> I guess we're being bad. Let's make it to number uh, three. <laughs> poo too. Uh, <laughs> I don't me think... poo. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hashtag me poo is oh, what you no. said. <laughs> I don't know about Ladies, that one. You know when you're they... going to sorry, the bathroom. Matt, we keep interrupting you. Okay, Matt, I'm gonna shut up. Take it away. I don't think this was good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I appreciate like uh, the like attempt, and I he was going, he was experiencing something, and I uh, can't discount that. Yeah. Can't take that away from him. I think. Uh, he felt compelled to put this out in the world, and I think that's good. Uh, I don't think um, I just don't think I would ever listen to this again as like uh, as like just music that I'm gonna enjoy and listen to. I don't enjoy, think would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's not. It's you know. It's it doesn't. So from the angle I'm coming at it from is that as a like a uh, non-religious person is this does this movie does this this does this music cross over sure like, you know what i mean and i don't think it does really i don't think mm. some of these hits or some of these songs like would be like something that i would enjoy uh as a song just as is um except for man named all the animals <laughs> <laughs> reggae sunday Ooh. school yeah i think that's a fun tune uh but i mean if uh if it's if it's what are the options? Toast or roast? Or holy toast, holy, holy, holy roast. Or, or there is a, there is a third option where you can send it to purgatory and put it in the space between. If you want to. Oh man, uh, I mean, I don't. I feel like the space between would be like if I felt like I liked more of it than I did. So I'm sorry, but I think I got to send this thing straight to hell. It's a holy roast. Holy <laughs> roast for Matt. Two holy yeah. roasts on the board. <laughs> I like the way you put that, that it sounded like he was going through something and needed to put this out there. He just needed to get it out. I felt like that's yeah. a, that's a, probably a good summary of what this is and the <laughs> next two albums. And not that that's 
bad necessarily no. or good. It was he, just kind of like, okay, he, he needed to shook, get this out of his system. Shook. He and was, was compelled clear. to do something. Uh, he yeah. was feeling it, and I think he there, there's it. nothing wrong with that. It was yeah. not he did a, a good job. marketing. It was just yeah. not enjoyable. Sure. <laughs> so I want to play a clip from an interview that Bob Dylan did about 15 or 20 years ago. It's hard to see the exact date, but this is from 60 Minutes, and it and he explains why he's on tour. It puts it in very interesting terms. It's about eight years before he why died. Why do you still do it? Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. I, mean, I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm holding up my hand. What was your bargain? To get where um, I am now. Sh- should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth, <laughs> and on this earth, and then, uh, and then in a world we can't see, guys. The person talking in that video was a skeleton. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. That a was dead like, skeleton. That was like fifteen years ago. Yeah. Too. <laughs> wow. Guys, who did he make the deal with? The chief commander, Nikolai. But what's that? Was it Satan or God? Was I it a means God. deal with the devil? I don't think he's a deal with the devil. Hmm. I think he clearly meant God. Only way to find out. We gotta go down to Georgia. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, hey. Satan's got a house there. Yeah. down in Georgia, <laughs> and I forgot. <laughs> There's a very short cover by Bob Dylan, <laughs> whose teleprompter is broken tonight. <laughs> you know what? Huh. I'm going holy toast. You're gonna give it a holy toast. I well, am it's the white man's promise. <laughs> <laughs> that you made with the devil. I know. I it's so boring. That... No, it's fine. You can like it. You can like yeah, it. I don't think you're wrong to like it. That being said, it's not going to be my first Dylan jam that I put on. I listened to his stuff so infrequently yeah. since high school, but I did like he. I liked "Gotta Serve Somebody," and I loved the cover of it. <laughs> and I'm sure if I heard all of these covered, I would like them even more. I like Knopfler on the guitar. And I think what he's doing is interesting enough to be notable. Actually, you know what? I'm putting in the space between. Because oh, okay. now, sure. now that I'm talking out loud, it's like, I like certain songs, but it's not something I would like. You were describing it like someone's food that you tried that you didn't want to be it's, mean about. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> crispy. Yeah. Um, I can tell you put warm. a lot of effort in. How long did this take yeah, you? Yeah, or like That's someone amazing. showed you a sketch they filmed. Like, it was shot great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'm being honest, I'm putting it in. The space between. It's in the space between. For Great, me. That's because because I see the merit to it. I don't I, I don't want to toss out the baby with the bathwater mm-hmm. with it. I don't think I'll I would skip. Um, uh, you got to serve somebody if I get heard it again. Like mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that's a bad song. I just don't think I'd ever return to it on my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so funny doing research for this one because for most Christian artists, it's like there's only so much out there. Yeah, but for kind of like the pillars of of rock music gosh, from the sixties so and seventies. There's too many books about the Beatles. There's too many books about Bob Dylan. There's even too many books, I would say, about Bruce Springsteen. It's like, we're good. Yeah. We don't need any more. I got it. We write about other stuff. There's a book yeah. just about Bob Dylan's spiritual life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, Bible. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's in the Bible? Yeah, that's right. He's that, he that old. That's how old he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. We right. got his ass. Nice, nice, nice. But you know what? Two to one, <laughs> we're sending... Bob Dylan's slow train coming. Choo-choo all the way to hell. (laughs) 
But we're not the final word on this. You're the final word, dear listeners. So go to at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. You can give it a holy roast, holy toast, or put it in the space between. So go on there and... Pokemon, go to the polls. Can I take my poll out? <laughs> between this and hashtag me poo, I don't know... I don't know how to proceed. Was that Come also on. an impression of Have someone? Fun, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's her doing Louis C.K. asking girls of... for permission. Because <laughs> oh. he said in his apology, I always asked. I always asked. Before he took his dick out. And we'll be Do right. either of you know what he sounds like? <laughs> I, uh, Can I, I hate take myself. My dick out? Can I take my... <laughs> Can I... Can I... No, that's not good. <clears throat> Can I take my dick out? There it is. There we go. And we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. (laughs) Folks, it's time once again for the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time. The worst. All right. Time for the hunt. Now, the nominee. The shock on your face. (laughs) I just wasn't wasn't prepared for the stings, and I've liked every single one. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. The production on the show is great. It is. Good job, Kevin. The current contender for the worst Christian song of all time, at least for now, is a song called. Letters to the President by Hawk Nelson. Now, Matt, did you listen to this song? I did. In preparation for uh, I did tonight's listen to recording. It, and I listened what do you to make it. of it? I liked this more than the entire Bob Dylan album. Whoa. Whoa. 
lyrics? Oh no, some of the lyrics. Oh, okay. I, well, this is the thing. <laughs> uh, I had a real problem with it at the end, like or the like, second half of the song, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, it tricked me because uh, this is <laughs> this song sounds more like my speed. Sure. Uh, I love pop punk music. It's uh, what we were raised with. Yes, exactly. And then uh, then a, a real sharp turn lyrically happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, and oh, I was yeah. I was very confused by it. I wanted to talk to you guys. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about the choice that all young men and women have to make between track or crack? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it was also, uh, oh, I don't have the lyrics on my phone. Uh, I mean, there have been so many times I'm using a pole vault and then I'm just like, wait, am I supposed to I use this as a straw right to suck up cocaine or use it as, as a, a pole straw vault? As a straw to soak, suck, did you say suck up? Suck up cocaine. Uh, <laughs> would you ever do cocaine? No, I don't okay. think so. I feel like I would love it and that's why I would never do it. Oh. I feel like I would love it. Do you, you feel like you would like it? I feel like I would. Do you think you would like cocaine? What was the lyric that stumbled oh. you? Well... So it is this second part of the song here where uh, he's they're going over it. Also, I will say this sounds like songs that I like. Like it just really like the music yeah. sound tricks you. The oh, yeah. song really tricks you because I was like, oh, this is like this slaps. Yeah. This is pretty good. <laughs> this and, slaps. Yeah, and then uh, and then we get to uh, same sex marriage in a state where they don't care. Murder is wrong, but the jail time's not fair. Not to mention date rape, felony, and car theft. Break it down and tell me what we've got left. What's he talking about? Okay, we got some speculation from people who brought in. Perhaps a little bit of uh, translation. Ooh, yes. oh yeah. For one, yeah. Of the, yeah, this is a well. It's still it's incomprehensible even with this explanation. Yeah. But someone was saying because we were like, are they saying that gay marriage should be condemned to death? Yes. Uh, like it should have the death penalty. But I think that's not what they're saying. I think they're talking about gay marriage is a problem, and they're saying murder is illegal, but the death penalty is not there. Some people are saying they're talking about abortion. Hmm. Of like, so like you can abortion abort someone, is murder, but you won't get the murder sentence. And abortion should be against the law, right? Is what they're saying. So right. I, didn't, I didn't care for that part of the song. <laughs> oh, you didn't care for that. I you didn't like that. I didn't like that <laughs> okay. part. Uh, Did you like Tommy is a crackhead? I, you know. I like a song that tells a story. <laughs> <laughs> We're all storytellers. Yeah. We all tell stories with yeah. our lives. Uh, all living. So, but yeah, I did. When I got to that part of the song, I said out loud, "What?" Uh, <laughs> and it just felt really tricked and betrayed. Sure. Because what? I mean, the first part of it, when we were younger, we used to sit on my porch and smack, I talk smack about girls in professional sports. It's like, yeah, That's that was weird. me. Like, Hell yeah. This is, I love this. <laughs> but I also am like, That's this me. is my shit. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. This is my shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm so polite. <laughs> where is this band from? Canada. They're from Canada? I thought so because yeah. they mentioned Parliament at one point. <laughs> Why does he have to be brave to write a letter to the president? That's the thing. It's not... <laughs> it's not an act of bravery. No. He gets millions Drop of letters. Drop it in the mail, my yeah. dear boy. He won't read <laughs> Drop it. Drop it in the mail. He won't read it. Go ahead. It's not brave. It's yeah. fine. It's as brave as me leaving a choke me mom comment on Rihanna's Instagram. <laughs> she won't read that. I did read that. She'll you, never. You no, should take that don't. down. <laughs> so murder is wrong, but the jail time's not fair. Not is that fair. so? So not there or not fair? I thought it's not there. I have it. Oh, I, I, uh, the lyrics in front of me are not fair. But that could be incorrect. Mm. That could be incorrect. Yeah, but it's it is. That it is changes from Genius, the whole song. It yeah. is from Genius.com. Oh, and they never. Dang. Uh. I just we could genius. listen com. to the song. So they're saying that same-sex nah. marriage, not good. Abortion, bad. But then they bring in date rape, felony, and car theft. 
Also not good. Also not good. So they're right about that, but don't lump them in with... Uh, One in the same. I know. It's a it's a classic Sesame Street. One of these things is not like the other. Break <laughs> it down and tell me what we've got left. Mm-hmm. I took that as, well, what can we do? <laughs> well, what, what Wait a we? second. If you take away car theft from me... How am I supposed to I have can't. fun? Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? Yeah. Who the... Let this nerd in. So yeah. this is so this is letters to the president. This is like our fourth week in a row listening to this. If it wins again this week, we're gonna call it. We're gonna hang the jersey up in the arena and pick two different songs next. I week. really oh. want to express. I can't. Yeah, I can't do it again. Have you brought us a good contender tonight? Kevin? I hope so. Okay. I just want to say one more time that I feel really tricked and <laughs> that they would use this type of music to sort of pull a fast one on me. Brother, is, welcome to the Christian music industry. Welcome mean, to CCM. <laughs> How dare... Like, you would like Hawk Nelson in general, though. They, I mean, they, those they, boys do slap. They, 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 they sound like they slap. Yeah, sure. they do. Normally they do. They slap. I don't, I don't, need, to, I don't need to hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sit on the porch and talk smack with them? Or if you do, them? maybe be a positive influence. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, guys, <laughs> knock it off. The thing is... Mid-aughts bands who claim this far right wing stuff, ten or fifteen years down the line, check in with them and see where they're at. Yeah, well, because half of them. Well, love the where are they now? Hawk Nelson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, Hawk Nelson. I'm not mad at the name. I think that's a great band name. That's very fun. Sure, sound exactly like what a junior high boy with like DC shoes would name his skateboard. I don't know. It's like perfect. (laughs) Hey, me and Hawk Nelson are yeah. I heard Hawk Nelson's moving back to town. Now watch me do this half pipe. (laughs) 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 All right, the the contender, the challenger for Letters to the President is a song called Dear Slim. Dear Slim by the rapper KJ52. Hell yeah. Or KJ52, who is a rapper who, let's say, looks like me. Who loves Bob Dylan, the, you mean? No, I don't. He's not like my dad. Like, this no. rapper loves Bob Dylan, if you know what <laughs> I mean. He raps like Bob Dylan. <laughs> he is a Caucasian Christian rapper. If this is anything what I'm assuming already, I it's probably worse. Ooh, oh, we'll see. We'll find out. So this is Dear Slim by KJ. I believe it's 5-2. La, 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 la. Yes, Slim. La, 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 la. Okay. Yo, dear Slim, I never wrote you over calling. Nah. My name ain't oh, Slim, son. Nah, we never met. Okay. Oh my my name's KJ. Let me begin by introducing now myself to you and these very reasons I'll be writing. Why well, I took the time in the who and where and why and the purpose of my verse and the reasons I'm reciting. What I hope you're learning from the truth, I pray you find it. And every word I'm writing down upon the dotted lines. It. See, I heard your first album's called Infinite. I, heard it. I shook my head because nowadays you sounded different. different. What drove you take your whole persona and be flipping it now? What makes a man totally change? I ain't getting it. See, was you sick again, booed when you was ripping it? You sick of never having dough and you want to put an end to it? What goods are kinds of dough? Plus all kinds of flow. Not to gain a world of fans, but so the loss of soul. To whom I make a no, it's not to whom it may concern. It's to, to whom it may concern. I'm gonna text you both the lyrics. To whom it may concern. To whom it may concern. Dear Slim, I never wrote you all been calling. 
it's my second letter Cause he's son, I got some real problems Is that to you that I'm always catching these comparisons And after shows, I got okay. these people coming up to me saying You sound like Sam Shady, And I'll be like, now really man, I got to go through this again See, I used to get mad at single people saying that Till after this one show, this one day, I met this one cat He told me how he used to listen to you, but now listen to me Have your LP to pull out and my CD I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, he said my music made a difference Got him away from all your words and images. Ew. I got him, got him away from all your words and images. You influencing? Is it just irrelevant? Is it true life you're telling it, or just the way for some record company selling it? The only thing we got in common is our melon and all mm. lack of it. But anyway, now this is what I'm saying. Mm. It's for you that I'm on my knees now daily praying, praying that God opens your eyes now to what I'm relaying. Right. Now I'm praying that's your heart that'll soon be changing. Right. Praying one day that you'll be calling upon His name. Okay. But anyway, I'm signing off now. Don't keep me waiting. This is KJ, another cat just trying to make it. Hey, this goes on for another two long verses. This is a long. This song. is a big, big song. It seems like a long song because of the words. It's a regular length song. Oh, we're going to need to listen to this third one, though. The third one is where it really becomes crystal clear what's <laughs> happening. So who will make concern? Yes, Sam, I heard about the stuff you was going through. See, I can relate to you because son, I'm about as old as you. See, we both know what it's okay. like to be growing up to be in the neighborhood when you're the one and only kid that's white. Or to get booed when you on the mic just because your skin is light and it ain't white. But sometimes you know this life is true. Really tell me what you do. You just push on with hopes on that someday you'll put on your crew. I hope you understand that I ain't even dissing you. And even though it's a song you probably never listen to. See, what I'm sending you is this. What's that? It's not a life without Christ. It's just a life that is never fixed. You hope you remember this now. A few okay. sentences about a living God who loves you. Plus forgives, and I'll be praying for your ex-wife and plus your kid. It's hard to live in the world as crazy as this one is. And even though now it really might sound redundant, God's got mad love for you up in a mad abundance. Mad abundance. <laughs> mad abundance. But anyway, that's really all I got to say. It's not. But anyway, keep going. Maybe someday we meet each other in some way. Till then, one love, one God, one way. Okay. Getting blunted. Wow. Blunted? Getting blunted? Yeah. You guys want to get blunted on 420? <laughs> blunted. Blunted. <laughs> blunted. Blunted. I think the thing you can say about this guy that you can't say about Eminem. Sure. Is that this guy's a freaking dork. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mac just came out and said it. You know what? At least Eminem is cool. Yeah. <laughs> But that he, he like puts himself on the same playing field at all. He's like, you know what? In verse two, he's like, people came up to me and said, I had to listen to you to get Eminem's words out of my head. Unbelievable. You healed me from Eminem. No offense, but. And also the the narrative of like uh, that he's sort of putting on Eminem is like, hey man, I get exactly what you're saying. It is hard to be white. It's so (laughs) hard that we were both white. Yeah. Not only are we the same level of talent, but too, yeah, we also went through the same struggle. Yeah, (laughs) we're both persecuted for our skin color. I will say that this guy, more so than Eminem does, and I don't think this, I mean, I, definitely more so than Eminem, tries to sound a certain way that he shouldn't be sounding. Mm. Uh, oh, you mean, you know I mean? Like, he's putting on an ethnic voice yeah. where Eminem mm. isn't making any bones about it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really? I think so. I don't think Eminem uh, at least goes out of it. Uh, I mean, maybe he does a little bit, but like, but also I feel like that's not something, that's not a criticism that has been hurled at him, I think. You know who is Cultural a good rapper, though? Yeah. Macklemore. 
Oh yeah, what's that? Macklemore. Macklemore's a great rapper, and he's also like a very socially conscious guy. Uh, uh, I think he tries to be, and I it's just like tragic. His yeah, it's uh, like, I mean, honestly, no, I think that's what sucks about Macklemore is like I think he wants. To, he has a song called "White Privilege" where he like tries to calm himself, but it's just it's I messy. Think, it's messy. And far, as far as who's a dork, uh, Eminem is last. Uh, this guy uh, KJ52 is second, and then Macklemore's number, <laughs> number one. one. Number dork. one dork. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Macklemore, you're the worst Hot Christian the top song of all time. <laughs> really pivoted. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I need to look back into Eminem's history because was he like Christian in his first album or no! something? That no. seems to be the no! implication KJ's making. Like, oh, when I first listened to your album, and now you've changed so much. I think KJ's making a lot of assumptions. This yeah. would be like me going on Twitter and tweeting at Mark Marin. Hey, I heard you use the F word on your podcast, and I'm 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 just hosting a Christian podcast over here. Could you knock so, it off? So yeah. no big. I'm not trying to dish you, but it sounds like your ex wife needs to be prayed Crazy. for. And and also, also people told me they listen to my show instead of yours now. Yeah, it's no like offense. people yeah. said listening to <laughs> good Christian we're both fun. And also them. it was a bunch of like probably fourteen year old kids. You know, give that came me up a him. break. So this Ugh. this stuff. To me, this is emblematic of Christian passive aggression. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we've gotten, yes. you know what? I'll say we've gotten emails like this where the whole premise is concerned. You know what? I really care about you and I love you. So let me shade you in all these different ways yes. that are all under the guise and under this umbrella of like, oh, you know what? I have compassion for you and yeah, I'm concerned. And I like, respect what you're doing. I pray for you and your family, uh-huh. you dumb piece of shit. Yeah, like, and because it's they all... need prayer. It sounds like you put them through a real hard time. Yeah, yeah. it's like, If anyone whoa. writes an email like that about me, please send it my way. Uh, <laughs> I would love to read it. We will. Uh, yeah, it's, this is a crazy condescending and just weird. And, and he like goes through this laundry list of problems he has with Eminem and then offers a very trite, quick, like, but God's the way and the truth and the life, and that's all I got to say to you. See ya. But also, I'm going to keep going for yeah. a little long. It's if like you're going to criticize, give him extremely some... Extremely trite, yeah. And like, give him some criticism. It is a coward's <laughs> diss track. Yeah. It, <laughs> it is, is like, you want to say... Well, I got to go, sorry. You suck, like, you're going to hell, uh-huh. I'm the best. But you're going to be like, oh, hey, man, I'm, I'm heard <laughs> yeah. about you. Uh, I'm like, concerned. It seems like you've changed, you know, but I really care about you. Give and like, but right now you're on the way to hell. This guy sucks. It is a coward's diss. That's exactly what it is. Like, it, it's set up to be a diss track of like, I'm going to write this at this one rapper about him, about his life, and act like I'm caring for him. And he try, he there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a posture of humility, like, You'll sell a couple mil. I'll probably sell a couple hundred. There's more to life than selling records and just getting blunted. <laughs> That's so crazy. Getting That's blunted. So the idea is like, line. oh, and I know I'm just a little guy, but you know what? And you'll All your success this. is meaningless. Yeah, at least I'm not getting high. <laughs> I'm not getting high. Can you believe it? He's taking the high ground in it's that crazy. regard. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, the false. <laughs> Sorry, the false modesty too. Like you'll probably never hear this. Don't write it then. Yeah. Don't put it out there. No, you I, wanted someone to hear this. But I know what you're both thinking. Is there a part two that is there? KJ five two released? <laughs> is there? And the answer is yes. Is it get blunt? <laughs> yeah, it's called Dear Slam Part Two. Blunting on. <laughs> blunt you. Blunt you. And I'm like, blunt you. <laughs> so he releases this. Yes. It's just and one album with this same beat 
uh, seven times different lyrics. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, so he releases this, and then uh, I think Total Request Live picks it up or something. Eminem says nothing about it. There's no, He makes no official comment about it. Oh, this didn't light the rap world on no! fire? No! Shock. No, because again, it's like if I tweeted like, "Hey, Kanye, you suck." Like, hey, it's, who cares? Kanye, roll this up and uh, yeah, smoke, smoke it. blunt it, blunt it, <laughs> blunt it. Yeah. So then, Eminem's fan base finds this guy, and they're like, "Shut up! What are you doing, <laughs> you, idiot, you nerd?" Oh my God. <laughs> Which is well within the right. And so he pins a follow up, and we don't have to listen to it. We don't have to listen can to it. Can you play some of it, please? I kind of want to We can play to some it. of it, though. That's amazing. So this... <laughs> he pens a follow-up, like, to the fans? Who've Dear been... Slim Part 2. No, it's still to Slim. It, it is the... Your equi- friends are making fun of me. It is, a, <laughs> it is the stop. equivalent of pretending you have a relationship. Oh, remember this, guys? Oh, he samples this. Yeah. Clever. Remember this back in the day? This classic track? Coming in. Remember? It's different now. Oh, different lalas. <laughs> this is so crazy. <laughs> this is part two. It's just the same. Okay, did you guys ever Listen. see some lives? Kids with tears in the eyes, they now come up to me, showing love to me and telling me that they look up to me. The effects to me were well, really kind of strange to see. I only wanted to share with you now. Jesus done for me. There's a whole other side of things now. I what come does that have to, to do see. with anything? You got a point of industry, but enough for me because it's not what I came to say to you. Now the day goes by, while I'll take time to pray for you. You're praying Whoa. for Eminem every day. Do you think those day? kids are walking up crying to him because they can't believe how big a nerd he is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 5'2"? Yeah. You're dork. such a dork. <laughs> you're, you're such a dweeb and I have to give you a wedgie. Oh, wait. You I just ha- can't believe this. This is what he looks like. <sighs> it's worse than what Eminem looks like. It's worse. <laughs> it is. It's worse. It's not it's even worse. a look. This He's is somehow the whiter than Eminem. He looks like a youth pastor whose self-burn. wife is constantly cheating on him, <laughs> which was actually my youth pastor. Oh boy! Damn. Ooh. Get uh, his ass. This is the most amazing self burn that he said. Again, still haven't heard from you, but I'm going to keep writing this song. It reminds me of a <laughs> a Mighty Wind. Have you ever heard or seen that movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. They do a folk song where they're like. Uh, my father was the cold north wind. My mother, my mother was the sun. And uh, he said, "But I've never done any wandering." And the whole song is how they like haven't done their folksy yeah. wandering yeah. trip. That's what this song feels like to me. Oh, that never did no wandering, wandering after all. <laughs> <laughs> never went anywhere. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that's how this feels. I don't know if you're uh, like my mom. Uh, if she hadn't heard from me like all day, she'll send me like. <laughs> Just a couple of question marks. That's what this version of. Oh, yeah. like. <laughs> uh, or it's like you the text the girl yeah. after the date. She doesn't respond. Yeah. Hey, just following up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you send her a meme. I had a really yeah. great time. Yeah. You send her a link to your podcast. So anyway, what which is the Mistake worst song? Number one, never do that. <laughs> they don't want Imagine on a first <laughs> date, like your, no, even better, you sit her down and make her listen to an episode. Watch right. her listen. I'm gonna go make something to eat. Here, you just take a listen to this. <laughs> And you or come no, back turn- with a plate for just you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you hungry? I was hungry. <laughs> I was hungry. I just or I'm turning it on in the car while driving down the Holland Drive. Oh boy. Okay. Well, what's the worst song? Oh, Larry to the President or Dear Slim? Okay. So having oh, heard man. a snippet of part two uh, and the full version of part one, um, 
I got it. I mean, ugh, this is tough because <laughs> on the one hand, I do think that the Dear Slim song is very dorky and bad. Huh? Uh, but at the same time, it's like uh, Letters to the President's pretty problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. So I. Uh, but confusingly so. Confusingly problematic, and I kind of wish, you know what, I want a little more clarity as to how. Because because uh, <laughs> I am the issue that I think I'm having is that uh, I'm uh, not understanding that particular part of the song, sure. but the rest of it slaps real hard. <laughs> so it, it, it makes you furious. Guys. Uh, Shit, yeah, get off the pot. Yeah. Uh, Hawk. <laughs> Hawk Nelson, <laughs> hate or love? What is it? I, I want it. Uh, you're you're tricking me, and I don't, I don't like it. Uh, you're tricking me, you're tricking me, Hawk. Um, but I, ah uh, man, I don't know because I also am just like I don't think. Uh, there's only a, probably like a handful of white people I think that should be rapping, uh, and like I think probably Eminem, Kevin uh, Porter, Ke- Caroline Ealy, yeah. Dan Aykroyd on yeah, the Dragnet right. soundtrack. <laughs> 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 like the Beastie Boys, um, I think get a pass because they uh, are are cool. Uh, and one of them has passed, so they're not going to do it anymore. Yeah, that's right. He's for real passed away at mm-hmm. MCA. Um, Guys, he's alive. No, he's not. This is not funny, Kevin. Don't do it. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Kevin, sensitive. Kevin. Dean Martin's alive. Bob Dylan's dead. <laughs> Up is left, down is right. And Britney's back. Boners or curses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Britney's bad. Britney's back. Oh, uh, that's true. Um, I mean, ugh. Okay, just what gut reaction. Do? What's the worst one? I think I probably gotta go with uh, three, two, one. Dear Slim, I Dear think Dear Slim is worse. Okay, okay. Yeah. Even well, uh, if it's, I'll if back you one, up. I also don't know why <laughs> necessarily, but I think Dear Slim is worse. I, I find it so annoying. Yes, and like yeah, it's like a little kid like yanking at your pants, Henry. Just like get. Come get on. out of here. And you kick kids, you know, yeah. when they do that to you. <laughs> get away from me, you little twerp. <laughs> he feels like such a twerp. Uh, Hawk Nelson is upsetting, and it's com- it's more upsetting because it is confusing. And then... <clears> do uh, they have more... I mean, do, uh, what is the vibe? Like, uh, have you heard more of their songs? They're more like just like punky... Yeah, like what you want them to be. Do they have more like, like problematic mm. lyrics, though, where you're like, okay, Probably. this is... I got they they had one d- song called One Man, One Woman that I haven't listened to, <laughs> but I assume it's going to be iffy. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea the privilege is Real. Is that on their album, Use the Right Bathroom? Yep. <laughs> Dang. Use the right bathroom. Yeah, I mean, that's say them. Slim is worse. Yeah, that's what about them. you? To me, I think Hawk Nelson, like I said before, I'd be like, boys, get in here. Get in here. What are we doing? Oh, boys. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Guys. And they'd be like, ah, I see it. And especially in 2018. They're talk like, to yeah, those mofos and Hawk Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it. Like, you're really going to, are you going to say in 2018, okay, marriage? Like, no, you're not going to. Whereas you're I better freaking not. I would imagine, much like Reliant K still plays Mood Rings, KJ52 would probably be like, yeah, I wrote them. He never responded. Stand I still it. pray for him every day. Ugh. This is the 10th message, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last Part one, 22. I swear. <laughs> this time I mean it. Was hey, Reliant K uh, uh, Christian mad. music? Yeah. I guess I didn't know that. There you go. Them and Switchfoot are the, they were Christian bands. Yes. Yeah. I, I have since learned about Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, 
They got some tunes. So I don't know. The tunes are undeniable, but I think Dear Slim is also undeniably bad. Yes, it is. Uh, and 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 la, he la, la, he la, is. I'm gonna hear that three a.m. this morning. <laughs> to whom it's it, not see, to whom it may concern. It's to Slim. You know it's to Slim. <laughs> it's not uh, whoever reads yeah, this. Care of someone else. It's gr- that so passive aggression. It, I'm mad at him. Okay. I'm I'm just kind of like miffed at the Hawk Nelson guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would hope that they would sort of search within themselves and know that some of the things that they probably said were not good. Yeah. Yeah. I think they get it. I hope they get it. Hawk, Keep giving listening. men second chances. That's <laughs> yeah! the lesson of this. <laughs> Maybe they need to learn. Maybe they needed more time. La 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 la. la. <laughs> oh no. La, 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 la. To so, the men it may concern. All right. Letters to the president. You're out. And dear Slim, we made you the champion. You're in, baby. I made you a champion. Love Allison Jamie. Is that from I, Tanya? Mm hmm. It's a great movie. Yeah. All right. Now it's time to bring it down. Speaking Whoa. of dorks, wait I a know. minute. <laughs> you, you, have a, you have a post it now. Full. It's full. Wait, it's is it not full even of plugs? Like a couple words. It's not that many things, but it, it, I, I wrote it down so I didn't forget one of them in particular. Sure. Well, let I write me, down all of my plugs. Let me set the mood for what we do here because yes. we don't do right. plugs. I understand this. Right. We lift things up. It's important that you understand. And I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for your ex wife, Matt. Yeah. And your little baby. I know life is hard. And your mom. She's probably a little she, let down. Well, give her. Yeah. Sounds like you guys a have a hard time communicating. So. <laughs> Sometimes, but we get along. <laughs> so we don't plug things here. We lift them up. And by that, I mean we lift up what we're enjoying, the, our projects that we have to promote, and our own social media handles. So we'll start, as is tradition, with Caroline. Thank you, Kevin. You can be lifting me up at Caroline's Farts. And you can... Uh, <laughs> First time a guest has laughed at <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Instead of me laughing at yep. it myself. Look, I like the song about the animals. I love a fart joke. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, simple stuff. I'm you know what you're getting with Matt. <laughs> you know what you're getting with Matt. <laughs> you know what you're getting with old Matty boy over here. Just a simple, simple guy. <laughs> You can uh, lift up something I've enjoyed. Uh, I watched The Beguiled on Ooh. HBO the other night with Nicole Kidman. Mm. Uh, you know, perfect Sofia Coppola, sleepy, sexy little romp. Uh, had a good time watching that. And then I also enjoyed Ready Player One. So don't at me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I had a good at time. Me. And uh, it was really fun to watch. I, I enjoyed it. And if you like having fun and if you have like space in your heart for that, then you're going to have a good time too. But if you don't, then you have no space for it and you <laughs> yeah, don't like Yeah, and fun. you are wrong. Yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> dichotomy. If you have space in your heart for fun, you'll like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you don't like it, there's something wrong with your I'm heart. I'm kidding. You don't, can like it. Don't at you're me. You're all fine. <laughs> no, that's... Look, I got nothing bad to say about Ready Player One. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But I won't dare. I don't. I don't ever like. I don't like tearing people down for stuff they enjoy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think anyone here does. No. But if you do, don't tell Unless me. Unless you enjoy homophobia, misogyny. Yeah. You're gonna get some ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you enjoy something I don't like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's like truly bad. Sure. 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 Yeah. Sure. Now, Matt, what do you have to lift up? So I would love to lift up my improv team at UCB, Pony. Uh, you can come see us on Herald Night. You can also see us at Herald Late Night on a 
Thursdays at 10.30. Spicy. That's right, yeah. It gets a little spicy at 10.30. It's at UCB Sunset. Herald Fridays uh, is on UCB Franklin at 6.30. Uh, You can see my mod team, which is a sketch team at UCB, third Wednesday of every month at UCB Sunset at 8.30. Matt, you're performing all the time. Yeah, that's right. Way Uh, to go, man. uh, Well, thank you. Uh, On this team, I'm a writer. My team's name is Mama. I don't know if I, I can't remember if I said it. The team's name is Mama. Mama. You can come see Mama. Come to Mama. Is it like a baby from Dinosaur Tribute? It's, I think it's a tribute more to anything that was anyone or anything that was a child. Mm. Okay. I love it. Uh, my podcast, Candy Dinner, with uh, past guest uh, Ify Wadiway. You can find that on uh, yeah. online. Stitcher Premium. Yeah, it's on Stitcher Premium. It's behind the paywall. <laughs> uh, no, you can find it just anywhere uh, you listen to podcasts, wherever you listen to this one, wherever you listen to this Candy right now. Dinner is such a good name. It's just that that's the name of our two-person improv uh, thing. That oh, is that it? Yeah, oh, I've known Ify great. for um, almost 14 years. Wow. Yeah, Ify's my, probably my oldest friend. Aww. Uh, He's the best old friend of our show. I love him so much. Old friend. <laughs> was on five weeks ago. Uh, and then uh, me and my friend uh, Charlie Mihalik are hosting a uh, bit show at UCB. Uh, it's called the, uh, I wrote that it's a long name, the 2005 Nickelodeon Games and Sports Channel Telethon. <laughs> so, uh, that sounds so good. Yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's at midnight. It's on uh, May 25th at UCB Franklin at midnight. So the premise of this show is that we're putting on a telethon to save uh, Nickelodeon gas uh, channel. <laughs> and uh, so you're going to see people performing as like, previous like hosts or like contestants oh, summer uh, sanders yeah you'll see people like that Mike? like dif- like uh, did the agro crag or whatever or maybe the agro crag itself <laughs> amazing uh, so that's that'll be at awesome. midnight at ucb franklin on uh the 25th of may now i gotta say yeah i think your arms are pretty strong after lifting up so well, much i had a lot to promote <laughs> yeah uh, thank you for having me congratulations <laughs> yeah no, no those great. are all great we gotta go to what a good time of life you have a post-it full of i brought a fun. post-it i wrote it down so at cool. work so i didn't forget oh good job man yeah <laughs> good job go see matt you can lift me up at kevin t porter everywhere i'll lift up a weird thing i watched I don't usually get into YouTube stuff, but there, there's, there's this, shit, there's this one girl named Lindsay Ellis who has this channel where she just did a three-part documentary about what went wrong with The Hobbit, and it's awesome. Oh, wow. oh It was like a great. super well-done thing. She went to New Zealand and interviewed one of the actors from wow. the movie. It's crazy. So go watch that documentary. Ooh, okay. How long it's is an, this thing? It was well. Is it as it was, long as the Hobbit? It was because she said it's only going to be two, and then at the end it was like, "Just kidding, it's going to be three, just like the Hobbit." That's was. hilarious. That's so funny. So, so yeah, super good. You know what? Good content comes from anywhere. I didn't plug How my benevolent. socials. <laughs> Even me, a, a, high, Even a highly regarded <laughs> podcaster, will say that YouTube may have something going for it. Come from there. You can follow us at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Lift us up on Facebook. Lift us up on iTunes. Go to Spotify. Listen to our playlist. Leave us a review on iTunes. All that stuff. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I didn't say that. Oh, yeah. Where are you at? Just my name. I'm, uh, you can find me at Matt Apodaca on pretty much any social Apodaca. media. All right. Interact with me. I love communicating. We love uh, connecting with our audience. I love communicating. So it's like, I, talk to me online. I need someone to talk to. Please clap. Please. please, please Dear please Slim. Please, Slim. Please. Please DM me. At me. Please Check at me. your DMs. Yeah. Please at Oh, yeah. There's a, a, a tumbleweed where my DMs are. <laughs> that, is, that is a sad day when you wake up and your DMs just go. 
You know when you're like on vacation and like you didn't have you had spotty cell service and you're like, oh, I'm probably gonna return to a bunch go. of DMs. Oh gosh. Mm. And then there's just none. Oh yeah. Oh, I've been going through that when I like I'm so proud of my dumb self for not looking at my you're phone for twelve out. hours and then I'm like you should be proud. I'll be a, it'll be a cavalcade of t- no, it's just mom saying like, Hey, can you change my Amazon account? <laughs> yeah. <back?"> yeah. <laughs> Or just like a bunch of question marks. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for joining Matt, us. What a great you. guest! Thanks I had so much time. fun. Thank oh, you so good. much for having what me. What a great time. Glad. We want to lift you up and, and there's nothing like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How's it how what's it like up there? <laughs> how you doing, buddy? <laughs> and there's nothing left to say except for and all of Pot's people said Amen. And here we go, batter up. Batter up. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you know, race car batters. Let's go now out. That's a game I'd watch. <laughs> Let's go out with letters to the president. For one last stupid time. I like this. I, I agree with these guys about everything. I can't wait it was to get such into it. Sound fun and counterculture. Let's stick it to the man. I will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Next week on GCF, we're kicking off Mom's Month by watching the original Ocean's 8, the Patricia Heaton romp, Mom's Night Out. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>